Welcome back to the Blockrunner podcast where we discuss all things crypto. Today, we have another guest on the podcast with a financial background to give us his thoughts on cryptocurrencies. Here are some of the topics we'll be going over. Bitcoin has broken through and surpassed the psychological barrier of $10,000. Then we get further into Libra and its impact in the crypto industry. We identify that Bitcoin has not gone through a recession and what it could mean for the future of crypto. We then go over what some economists predict for the future of the markets. And finally, be sure to listen to the end when we show our guests what robots look like when they fight back. I hope you enjoy. Let's listen in. And welcome back to the Block Runner Podcast. I'm your host, William. And as always, your man, I man, is always here. Yep. And none better to do. <laughs> and again, for the what? Fourth time in a row. Yeah, dude. Like I said, the hot streak continues. We got guests on guests on deck. We got another guest today. His name is Mitch, expert in the financial industry. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Will? How's it going, man? Hi, man. What's up? I'm living the dream. Hell yeah. Dude, Every day I go you. to work, Monday through Friday, living the dream. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> well... Thank you for uh, joining us on this special podcast where Bitcoin has now reached $10,000 or above. Dude, it's like way past that now. Yeah. It's... We're way past like anything we predicted. Yeah, that's that's for sure. sure. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty hot, Will. Dude, (laughs) change the fucking... I don't want to look at this guy forever, dude. Like, put a chart Uh, over something. This old man. Got my my wiener. Look at that chart, though. What is this, the minute? Dude, why is it the minute chart, Because, man, man, we're we're looking at it live. Bitcoin live. Please put it on 30 minutes. I don't like green dildos. (laughs) It makes me me uncomfortable. It's it's too much fucking action, dude, the minute chart. It's too too, too action. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit... Oh, there we go. That feels... Ah, baby. Yes. Okay. You know, uh, I wanted to show you this, I man. You see okay. these uh, pink uh, lines? You drew those? Yeah. Okay. I drew them a couple of days ago. Couple it's days pretty. Ago? Look how look how flat it is, right? It's relatively like has a, about? a small angle of increase, right? It's just pretty shallow. Well, Bitcoin? No, no, the pink lines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's pretty shallow. Now wait till you see the daily <laughs> chart. This is mm. this is what I predicted. Look at oh, that. Yeah. This is ex- this is really, really sharp upwards. Of course. But do you think... And it broke through that. Do you, th- you think it has something to do with Iran right there? You think oh, uh, like world, timing? Um, world events? Yeah, I mean, it, factor it's that? possible because this is the $20,000 Bitcoin price, and then we're about halfway there. And and this steep increase in, in what I predicted was going to happen... Like it actually broke through. Like it, it went past, like that, that steepness. The, your resistance line that you drew. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what? What does that mean to you? I don't know. This is this is completely crazy. In other I mean, words, go go to the weekly chart. This is how you really know like what's what's going down. Okay, so we're obviously like on a parabolic trajectory if, yeah. it, if it goes any higher you, you're basically just defying gravity at this point yeah I Which, mean, look, it's basically a vertical line <laughs> that's what i'm saying and you, from my experience like these are cell signals these are points like they're not sustainable for too long i mean you just look at 2017 in comparison yeah, yeah true i mean can it just keep going parabolic uh, no all the way to 20k what do you think well i mean it, it sort yeah. of did i mean look at this i no, mean that's, that's pretty much parabolic I but don't. I don't think we're going back to 20k because there's not as much hype. I don't hear the yeah, average I agree. Joe exactly. I agree. In the, in the street talking about Bitcoin anymore. I think in the past week, 
since there's been a lot of tension with Iran, mm-hmm. especially, um, and that the rest of the world sees Bitcoin as a store of value, I think this would be a good place where people so, across the world would want to store their value, obviously. So you think like Bitcoin is actually working in that sense? Like, in, a, in a sense, yes. Yes and no. Like people are panicking. Uh, not panicking. I want to say panicking. Bring it, bring it closer. Um, move it closer to like in front of you. The microphone. Oh, the arm? Yeah, move the arm. arm. I got the arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess. Yeah, move it. Do you want me to closer at, this way? Look at you when I hold the arm. <laughs> I think he just wants you like that mic to be like, like right on. Right, right your mouth. on my lips. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just move the arm this way. This way. <laughs> Damn okay. it. That's what, well, I, mean, I got the arm that part <laughs> yeah. on my face. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, Bitcoin went up to $11,100 and then it kind of retracted. Um, but obviously, I don't think anyone of us predicted that it was going to go to 10000 this soon. No, I, like I said, I was banking. I was fucking hoping for whenever it hit like let's say 8,000 or something I was hoping for a correction down yeah. to 6 and yeah, I, I told you me too like I was gonna go all in yeah like everything I have I, I was, was just gonna sell my car <laughs> and everything dude I was gonna go all in at 6k it never happened yeah. so I was just kinda like sitting here just I missed the boat on this uh, yeah I don't I don't even know swing. I don't even know <laughs> if it's gonna go back to 8,000 I mean well, there's, at this point, there's no point in even trying to like yeah. figure out what's gonna happen next. Cause we're, I mean, I mean, yeah. we can sit here and try and speculate, but based on what? Yeah, the only thing I'm interested in is what, what's driving this price up. That's what I want to know because, like, like Mitch said, there's no retail hype. So let's talk about what Mitch was talking about. So he mentioned that the whole Iran thing that yeah. Trump pulled out from actually sending rockets over there. Right. The other big news this week has been Facebook. So could could that be contributing to this? I'm not. I'm not so sure. I think Facebook getting involved in the space is kind of like a validation of the technology. Yeah, but I don't know if there is a clear line between Facebook's Libra and say, oh, I heard about Facebook's Libra. Let me invest my money in Bitcoin. I don't think there's a correlation because yeah. Facebook's Libra is supposed to be more, supposed to be less volatile. Correct. Right? Yeah. They're trying to yeah. peg it. To, to a dollar or a euro or something. It's not supposed to swing wildly like Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I feel like if a lot of the major corporations got with each other, there should there would be more public trust. And that's the major issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So let's talk about, so there's Libra and then there's this application or this app in consortium called Calibra. And so- That's like the wallet, right? Yeah, the, yeah it's a wallet. So from, from an application standpoint, yeah, you just download it and then you can- send people Libra. But Calibra is not only a wallet, but it's also a consortium of like all the companies like PayPal, Visa, MasterCard, and there's about 28 others. Right now, but they want 100, right? And they want 100. And so the way that this works is you have to, or these companies have to invest approximately $10 million to be able to run a node for Libra. And Calibra, the consortium, is a nonprofit organization. So that doesn't mean that these companies don't make money. So obviously to send somebody Libra, there's fees associated. Of course, it's not going to be like 1%. It should be a lot less. So anyone running a node will be able to, you know, transact with Libra and the nodes, the the verifying nodes are the ones doing the processing, the verification. So they get the fees. It's like a flat fee. It's like, 
I don't know if it's flat. I don't know if it's percentage. I don't but know. like, let's compare this to EOS because it's the same structure as EOS governance wise. That's what it looks like. There's 21 nodes in EOS. Right. Each 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 block producer gets a share of the EOS inflation rate. Right. Right. An evenly distributed share. So, I mean, they're getting these EOS tokens. They're not getting as flat fee of of transactions that are being well, made on the network. So they're getting- It looks like their monetization strategy is twofold. So it's not only the transaction fees that they get, but because people are putting in dollars, yen, euros, pesos, yeah. they're putting that all into a single bank account. And, so, yeah, and that true. bank account accrues interest. And so some of that interest is gonna be distributed to the consortium. So they're a bank. Oh yeah. This is a sure. bank. This is yeah. like a new, new old bank. <sighs> So Mitch, give us your, your <laughs> we opinion. We got a banker here. Yeah, yeah. This, I am a banker for a big box bank company A. That, that's that's true. But to become a true financial institution, there's a lot of regulatory issues that you have to go through. Oh, yeah. What oh, I understand, uh, the the Libra is is not a bank from from what from what I know and from what I read, and. Um, but you don't think they have hopes to become some type, not like a traditional type of bank, but like, I think their aspirations is, they even say themselves to bank the unbanked, mm-hmm. you know, the third world version of third world country, people who don't have access to, you know, a bank like you and I do. So I guess what they want to do is, but they, but they have access in that part of the world, right? With, with Facebook, mm-hmm. they've per, they're permeated in that part of the world, meaning all you need is a cell phone and a connection yeah. to the internet and you have a Facebook account. That's right. So they want it to be like, if you have your Facebook account you also have access to a bank right. or like a, a way to think. I think so, that's what they have in mind. So the, the, the vision that I see and, uh, you know, what's been conveyed to me across the industry, not necessarily with Libra, but I can see the same vision with Facebook. Mobile phones are becoming cheaper by the year. Right, and to transfer dollar amounts from, uh, let's say, the fisherman man and mm-hmm. to a guy who sells fruit in some country that doesn't really have an, you know, that has hyperinflation and, and super peg, you know, they can, you know, they could take, you know, nice American dollars or nice euro dollars or shoot, even pesos, whatever they wanted to transact with. He's like, I'll bring phone to phone. I know this money works. Uh, and, and Facebook's worldwide. Uh, mm-hmm. The 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 hot girl at my bank has never heard of EOS. And when I try to <laughs> when I try to explain to her, she looks like she looks at me like I'm stupid. But if you, I, you try to explain to her like uh, anything crypto related, right? Anything. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't matter. I can be like, yeah, public keys, private key, public keys, your email, private keys, your password. You know, it's lost on there. But if I mention Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg, all, all of a sudden <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> yes. Like, let, like, me, let me listen to you and let me listen to what you have to say. That's right. true. That's a good point. All of a sudden, everyone's looking now, right? Because yeah, Facebook, that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it validates the space a little bit. Yeah. By Facebook but, coming in. But does that hot girl at your bank, does she recognize that the Libra coin is, is a pseudo cryptocurrency, kind of like a Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency? No, she doesn't. But if I had to explain it to her, it'd be a lot easier to explain to her, you know, you know, an ether, Ethereum or a Bitcoin. I can just say, look, the first thing she would say is, yeah, Bitcoin has wild fluctuations. I know about Bitcoin. 
the thing about Libra is it's supposed to be pegged to a real world asset. It's supposed to be backed by real world dollars, you know, that we can see and that's transparent. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't say it's like, well, with Bitcoin, you can do something with mining. You can mine Bitcoin and after certain blocks, mm-hmm. you know, you, you yeah, get, you get a piece. Yeah, it is, it's, she's not going to like talking about that. We're, <laughs> we're talking about scalability. You have to do something for the the common folk, and you, yeah. you want to explain it in one or two sentences. You don't want to read it's true the paper. See, but my question <laughs> is the correlation between Libra and the rest of the cryptocurrencies. Are people going? Are they going to make that connection? I think it's it's hard enough alone just just trying to explain to the common person why we even need cryptocurrencies in the first place. Well, that's true. I think most people aren't even aware of like yeah. why like what is why? the need for decentralized anything. Okay, let me um let me let me jump in for a second. So we have an influx of immigrants coming to the U.S. There's a I, I forget what the proper term is is when when people send money out of the U.S. to let's remittance. say in, remittances exactly. So it's remittances and and with a Facebook cryptocurrency, it makes it easier to send remittances mm-hmm. yeah. out of the country because let let let's say well because um, they don't have to go through the banking cartel right ex- if, exactly if, if you have a bank in the United States and you want to send money to Argentina, it probably has to go through three different banks. It has to go from your bank to an exchange and from that exchange to uh, the Their Argentinian bank. bank. Yeah. And so all every time that money jumps, there's a fee and that fee is, you know, plus 10%. But what is the fee? The fee is like the people, they yeah, have to they, pay the people to, to transfer this value from institution to for, institution. Forget about the right? fee. It takes time. Yeah, it takes yeah, a week, too. over a week to get over there. Man hours. If, if I yeah. want my $20, I want my $20 now. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> You're sending 20 US dollars to Argentina. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the peg rate, but it's it's pretty decent. Twenty dollars yeah. in Argentina, twenty U.S. dollars, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, it'll get you. It'll get you by. Yeah, for sure. For twenty sure. bucks, yeah. or any country in that matter. The I thing think. is, it'll cost you like thirty or forty dollars to send twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that bad, huh? Through the banking system. Yeah, through the banking system. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we can, if we have Libra, then I just send you twenty dollars worth of Libra, and it gets there. You know, maybe costs a penny or two, and you depends have, on their network, I guess. But then, then again. Converting Libra into their currency is likely a scenario where they make more money. Who? Uh, potentially Facebook. Converting. Okay, so yeah, because think Libra about is it. minting these Libras or Facebook yeah. is. I mean, or yeah, for not a, Facebook. Um, Calibra. Calibra. Cali- well, Calibra. Yeah. Because Facebook's trying to dissociate themselves from this yes. whole thing. That's what they say. Yeah. You know, like they're the, one of the one hundred essentially. Yeah. So, but yeah, so they're minting these Libras based mm-hmm. on how many. It's like yeah, te- currency is in the bank. Just like Tether does. Just like Tether, yeah. Because it's a stable coin, just yep. like Tether. But, so, but so here's the win. And so right now in the States, we, we get our direct deposit through something called ACH. For an ACH to clear, it takes a couple of business days. And that's why you get your money on. They probably send it on a Wednesday. You get it on a Friday. Yep. With blockchain and sending remittances out, you don't have to go through the ACH process. Right. But you need, and on the back end, you need conversions from, let's say, the Mexican peso to the dollar. And you can send that instantly. And banks mm-hmm. in different countries can send that instantly to ensure a strong, you know, a fair trade value. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the, was it Calibra? Mm-hmm. And that's where the Calibra has its store value. You, you're backed by all these huge companies with a lot of assets and a lot of 
backing yep. and it's stable. Yeah. It, it, sure. it brings a, a, tr- a certain amount of trust into converting, you know, pesos into dollars. Yeah. So uh, that brings up another thing. So uh, the cryptocurrency experts, here's a question. So if Libra is pegged to this fiat currency and we know that fiat currency is continuously inflationary, uh, there's, there's a self-defeating prophecy here that I see with Libra because if the dollar just continuously inflates, just like the peso, just like the euro and all these other fiat currencies, they continue continuously inflate. And of course they inflate relatively slowly, but nonetheless inflating. Mm -hmm. If you extrapolate that your, your bank account, the bank account that is holding all that fiat currency is always going to be growing just simply because of inflation. But what, what's the, the only value that I see in Libra is the fact that you can send a Libra from one country to another and you, you'll get it within a few minutes. Mm-hmm. But that's where it ends. That's where the value ends. Now, so what you're doing is when, when you're transacting with Libra, you're essentially just using an alternative payment network that is controlled by companies instead of governments. Mm-hmm. And so... In my opinion, I think cryptocurrencies is just a different animal than the Libra is. And that's why Ant- Antonopoulos, Andreas Antonopoulos is talking about how Libra is not a, a blockchain like the other cryptocurrencies are blockchain. Well, because the ultimate purpose of a cryptocurrency is, is to do the same thing a Libra token does, right? But it, It's to do the same thing, but without s- the control of ex- companies or governments. Exactly. Like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you here. Unless there's total anarchy across the world, <laughs> yeah, that vision is not gonna happen. There's always gonna be governments, like yeah. there was three thousand years ago when there was an Egyptian government. There, no, there, no, was, no, there I, was trade routes. Is, governments is, is, are is, good, but their their ability to control the monetary system that's where it gets bad. So, from a banking standpoint. And uh, that's why the, the, the banking institution is so strong in the states. The U.S. government wants to be able to look into your bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a story uh, where a certain business owner owed the IRS a certain amount of money. Uh, do you know what the IRS can do? They can pull that mm-hmm. money from your bank account at any time. Yep. And so the IRS in the letters, like, you, you owe me $500,000. And the business, Mr. Business owner said, I don't have $500,000. $500, and, and the IRS said, yes, you do. And they mm-hmm. pulled it. Yep. It's, it's about control. Exactly. Yep. That's the, that's, that's the whole point. Yeah. So there's a, there couple, is- there's a couple of good things with Libra is that you're banking the unbanked, which, of course, if you're introducing one and a half billion people into the market, everybody makes more money because you got 1.5 billion people participating in the market. Mm-hmm. And now with cryptocurrencies, the market is global. Mm-hmm. There's no more waiting, you know, f- four to five business days for money. There's no, you literally sending cryptocurrency and receiving cryptocurrency happens within the same hour. Mm-hmm. And so introduce, so having Libra bringing on 1.5 billion people is always a good thing. But when you're talking about governments controlling money and their ability to just extract money from your bank account, that's where you want to go to the more traditional cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and, and all these other. Yeah. Cause there's essentially there's nothing a government can do to no. intervene or stop that type of. Yeah. There's nothing. The only thing they can do is just not allow merchants to accept it basically. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 
that's the only way the government can step in and say like, hey, you know, because no matter what, they're never going to gain access to. But even then, what you would do is you take your million dollars worth of Bitcoin, you convert, you know, the the $100 that you need for groceries into Libra and you go transact with Libra at, at the grocery store. But again, we always say like Bitcoin doesn't necessarily have to be that means of exchange. No, that's I totally agree. It doesn't I, have I don't to think be. it will be, to be honest. I think it's going to be the store of value and it's going to be the the thing that all the countries who want to come out with their own cryptocurrency because they're not going to let freaking Facebook take over government controlled money, mm-hmm. right? They're just not not without the control that they want to impend on on Facebook. Well, do 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 we exactly know that yet because oh. Dude, right now governments have control of money and Facebook is trying to get that control. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking so, about the cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Do I think it's going to last another 10 years from what I read and from different experiments? It hasn't been established yet. And let me tell you why. Bitcoin has never been through a true economic recession. It's, mm-hmm. It started during recession. It started right after, yeah, 2009. Correct. And so I was sitting in the meeting and the uh, top economist from Big Box Bank A told me and everybody else in that meeting that we're expecting an economic recession in in 2019 at a 50% chance. 2020, 75% chance. And what Trump has done as that he has created this trade war with China to cause the Fed to not raise interest rates. And in the United States of America, yes, all the economic factors are looking good, but you have to consider that we're in an electric election season. Uh, the S&P 500, I believe two days ago, hit an all-time high. Yeah, that's uh, true. If you, look at the, if you look at the chart, it just double-topped. Mm. When are you going to let these evaluations stop? So if you want to know if these cryptocurrencies have true value, let the recession hit. Well, that's just Bitcoin, basically. I think only one claiming to be a store of value is Bitcoin. And the only one that has that right to claim. Yeah, potential. You know, potential to claim that right solely based on... Speculation, really, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it's know? staying power. It's marketability. <laughs> because it's of its because of its similar attributes to gold, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know that that's what Satoshi had in mind when he designed this thing. Well, I, so that's where. But that's not so, true. Satoshi yeah. had something else in mind. It's a peer to peer cash system, he which did. Uh, see, it, it was it was a good good uh, you know it was a good idea, mm-hmm. uh, but I think. Bitcoin as it is now, just like we talked before, it has a higher calling being the store of value for the planet. But but see what the thing of gold, if we have complete economic collapse is if Mr. Joe Schmo is like, yeah, I got some gold and silver and these little coins. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, give me your gold coins. I'll, I'll take these, sir. Because back in the day, they had a store of value. Mm-hmm. Now, if we go into ancient times today, they have a store of value. Mm-hmm. And the sea how uh, I mean, how to put it how very wealthy people see it you know they've never they've never heard of bitcoin but mm. you know what they do believe in assets like land mm-hmm. sure physical things that the buildings physical things that they can hold in their hand <clears throat> yeah for sure because why because it's always been that way mm-hmm. and this is like I say this is an infant 
stage. Asset, yeah. Like the digital era when it comes to assets is just now starting today. Yeah. That's why we're talking about it. And Mitch, you do agree that cryptocurrencies is, is a digital asset, just like a land is an asset. I do agree. Okay. So let me ask you a question. If uh, I... I Shove over a pound of gold in your direction. Fuck. A that's pound a, of that's gold. a lot of money, Well, <laughs> That is a lot of shit. money. That okay. is absolutely a lot of money. But okay. if I shove it over on the table, give you a pound of gold. What are you going to do with a pound of gold? Are, are, you, are you asking what I'm going to do with it? Yeah, what do you do with it? Do I, do I, need, me, do you, do I need it immediately? Or do I no, no, no. Just what do you do <laughs> with your instincts? I mean, like, you, in like what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. What do you, well, no, there, there's, there's certain variables involved. Do I need it liquid now or do I need it for later? <laughs> Well, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is it's it's true value. It's it's actual value of a pound of gold or a pound of any metal, right? It's it's use of that gold. Like for example, gold is very conductive. It, it conducts electricity a lot better than copper. Mm -hmm. So what you would do with gold is use it in circuits in silicon, right? And so that's where the value of gold is. Uh, another thing is it's it's very it's not porous. So you use it for medical applications. Like for example, the easiest one is teeth, right? The other one is they're using nano gold particles to attack cancer cells. Really? Yeah. I know that. And so that's the value of gold is it in its application, not in its store of value. And the reason why it's a store of value in the past is because it's very hard to mine and it's not, there's not a lot of it on earth. But if you go outside of earth, in the asteroid, you'll find gold. Mm. In the asteroid, you'll find, you know, all kinds of rare metals. And so in reality, gold is really not not rare. So let's let's get back to giving me a pound of gold and, <laughs> and, and give me giving me a pound okay, of gold. Okay, so let me so I let me uh, let me define that question a little bit more. So let me give you the scenario in which I give you a pound of gold. It's the apocalypse, so the zombie apocalypse. Uh, okay. What do you do with a pound of gold in the zombie apocalypse? If if there's a zombie apocalypse, right? The only thing that would uh, to me that would be worth anything would be guns, food, and metal because how else do you transact when there's total chaos? Okay, so that's the question is what is the gunsmith down the street going to do with that gold? He can do absolutely nothing with that gold. And Will. that's where I'm trying to get at is that that gold has the only value metals have is in its application. And so when gold becomes cheaper, let's say there's a, a downturn in the gold market, right? It's not $1,400, it's $700. Now it becomes easier to, to use gold in circuits. It becomes easier for the the medical industry to use that to attack cancer, right? It's not $1,400, it's $700. It's easier to use. So just because gold goes down in value doesn't mean it actually goes down in value, right? Because you can, you can apply it to different applications. And so something that has true store of value is in true scarcity, which is Bitcoin, right? There's only will ever be 21 million. And therefore that's where its value comes from is there will be no more. Mm -hmm. I have, I have to agree with that statement. Disagree. Disagree with that statement because gold is, tan I can hold gold in my hand. Yeah, but when when I, when I explain to average Joe hot girl at my bank, no, I understand. I, and, I totally agree. And she's like, "Where's the Bitcoin at?" And she and I say, "It's in the blockchain." Mm -hmm. What's the blockchain? The internet. No, I know, I know. Then, but we're not talking she, about. And then she looks at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, but, but if there's a zombie uh, apocalypse, how else do you transact? 
Well, it's you, and food. Well, probably barter. Yeah, uh, there, there, I don't even think there, gold there, and silver there, there will have is yeah. an exchange of value scenario. because yeah, but the, you could compare the exotic complex like a- ancient times is nice and shiny. Well, that's the point. That's the point is that the actual value of gold is not in its scarcity or uh, you know the, the the monetary value that we put onto it. It's the application of that metal. And so, but if you want you want true scarcity, you go into the cryptocurrencies, the digital assets, where you know there's only so much. <laughs> And for example, in gold, like I said, if you go outside of Earth, you can find gold plentiful. Yeah, but, but the, the, the value pegged to it now is not based on what's possible outside. No, I know, but yeah. that's because it wasn't possible. That's because there was no nothing better than gold. Yeah. But we're not mining asteroids now, Will. I know. It is, that's not the point, though. But we could if we wanted to. If we needed more gold, we'd go and mine asteroids. Yeah, if you needed it. If you needed it for an actual, actual application. application. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, thing, but the reason why it's fourteen hundred is trading fourteen hundred spot price isn't. It's because of its legacy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's perceived value. Yeah. Okay. Forget know. forget about that. I was at Mister Jeweler trying to buy a cu- custom watch, and um, you know, I was like, "So how much gold can I put in this, Mister Jeweler? I want like a black and gold mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. you know he's like we can only do that based off the spot price mm-hmm. now if i came to that dude with a pound of gold and i was like yes i would like this and i want to trade with this today mm-hmm. or i wanted to trade my pound of gold for this for t- today and i went to a rep- reputable jeweler they would give me cash on the spot for that now if i went to him it's like yeah i got some bitcoin it's a little bit different now don't now audience don't 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 give me uh twisted here I am all about the blockchain industry, but I see it from both ways here. I don't see anything transacted in blockchain except the true believers or the early adopters. And I still believe we're in early adoption, mm-hmm. but I would like to go back to, we have not seen Bitcoin in the true Absolutely. economic downturn. Absolutely. And it's coming. And and if this survives a downturn, if it's 2028, okay. Yeah, I, so you're I, saying I like you'll you'll 100% be on board once we find out for sure what institutions where they place their money, you know, because they're in a downturn, they're taking their money out of what equities like stocks, uh, bonds, where they they traditionally place their money where you know like if you're like a hedge fund manager or whatever. Mm-hmm. Your, That's your, a good question. Your job is to like, you have a bunch of clients, right? You're, you're supposed to manage their wealth for them. I think that's what their job is. Yeah. So like when a market is on its way down, what do you do? You take your money out of stocks, right? You, you sell your equities and you go for more hard assets, treasuries, treasuries, bonds. Yeah. And gold, gold and, and gold. silver. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's pretty standard. It, it's, it's, it's been the formula. It's, it's been that way. Like for, I don't know how, like a hundred years. I, I I think I believe Vanguard started in nineteen in the fifties. Oh yeah, it hasn't been a hundred years. No? The stock market is well, starting next, the 20s, starting right? next year. Stock market has only been around for a hundred years. Next year is the hundred year anniversary. Damn. It's pretty stock close. Market? Yes, twenty twenty. Yep, that's Damn. funny. <laughs> that's actually kind of crazy. Yeah, but but yeah, traditionally. So yeah, you're right. Bitcoin has to weather one of these storms in order for it to. Truly claim yeah, it's I a totally story agree. Value. I totally agree. Right. And I think it my guess is it will. Yeah, I mean it, it definitely will. 
Well, the institutions, I don't think will because no, no, it's the institutions it, here. Yeah, I'll put, I'll, I'm sure they'll put it. Imagine in gold. if they did, dude. What would that do to the value of Bitcoin? Not only the institutions value, are trillions of dollars. Dude, forget the value of Bitcoin. The value of the dollar that would just like disappear. Why? Just because they would, uh, they're well. I guess they're hedging, so they're gonna put it either gold or Bitcoin. Well, it's 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 faith in the currency which gives the dollar value because right. it's just a piece of paper. Yeah, or that's right. It's, it, it's a number in your bank account. But let me tell you something. So in Mr. Box Bank A, I had the opportunity to talk to a top level executive, and I was like, you know what? This is really exciting. Um. I saw y'all did a loan on the blockchain and I want you to tell me about that. Hell yeah. Tell me what you know about that. And this is exactly what he told me. Even though it was two, a $200 million loan, they did it on the blockchain. And you, and I was like, and I was very disappointed with this answer. He's like, this is all about hype. <laughs> That's what he said. This is all about making headlines and to wow. say <laughs> that we're on the forefront yeah. of this. Yeah, we're on marketing. The forefront yeah, of yeah. that. This That's, is this, this is all about hype. That makes sense. Yes, it's on the blockchain, but we took the proper precautions to make sure we get paid our money, no matter what happens. And this this was a high level guy. This top level guy. You know, he wasn't very far down from the CEO and he gave me a pat on the back and then he bought me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so well, whenever a bank loan is on the blockchain, what does that actually mean? Like what gets stored? Just well, It seems to me that they were just using the blockchain as a buzzword for marketing purposes. Now, does it <laughs> but do that's anything? correct. Yeah. They didn't actually apply it. No, they did. They, they did, did apply, right? and this is a working loan right now. Yeah. So, so let me explain to you what a real loan in a cryptocurrency blockchain would look like. Yeah, and it would be as simple as a smart contract. It, it did yeah. have a smart contract. I can can confirm. It was on Ethereum, wasn't it? I mean, it was on the Ethereum network. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, then it's probably a legit, you know, blockchain loan. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's very simple. The smart contract would say, "I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars if." you uh, uh, for this production of a house and then you promise to pay back the $110,000 for the loan and that's it. Which is essentially like in the real world, same same terms yeah. are met and, and postulated and, beforehand. In this case, it's all automated. Like yeah. you, you completely eliminate the use of the human force and then yeah. you just, you pay back the application $110,000. But you know what I didn't understand about the banking world is that there's something called swaps. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was a swap applied to that. And what I mean by swap yeah, is- Can you explain what a swap is? Yes, I will. Uh, in, in, in standard traditional banking, there's something called interest rate risk. Okay. So if you fix something over a certain amount of years, you if the interest rate goes up, uh, if the bank doesn't have a interest rate, they lose money. So they apply something called a swap with a different institution and they swap interest rates for more profitability. Hmm. And, and, can and you, can you give like an, an example, like for, for a house, if I have, yeah, yeah, yes, that's perfect because I, I recently did one on a uh, commercial property in the, uh, in the South. And, um, it's, it's, first of all, a swap for a bank is not for the consumer. Mm -hmm. It's to make the most money, right? And they're, they're like, yes, Mr. Borrower, I am going to give you this interest rate. But with another institution or another entity, 
They're like, we're going to trade this amount to guaranteed fixed payments over time. Okay. So you swap the interest rate. And so both parties benefit. So when, when um, the interest rate goes over a certain amount of, of uh, like we call it basis points and call it uh, BPS BIPs. Um, when, when the Fred, when the fed raises or lowers interest rates and this is an increments of 25 basis points is at 0.25 bips. It's called the wall street journal prime. You can look this up today. Wall street journal prime is a uh, 5.5%. It's, it's, uh, it's not the cost of lending, lending money. Uh, that, that would, that would be LIBOR between other banks, but let's go back to swaps. Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Was it the end? <laughs> okay, swaps. Yeah. What was? The, well, why did you bring so up swaps? Though it, it, it seems like it's it's a way for banks to say, "Hey, I got I got this borrower paying at four percent interest rate, uh-huh. and I wanna I wanna tr- I wanna swap this interest rate with yours, which is six percent." But how does that? How does it affect the borrower there? In terms of the uh, the Ethereum contract. No, in terms of just like swaps, oh, like for example, it, does, it doesn't s- affect the borrower; it affects the bank to make sure the profitability stays the same throughout the throughout the uh, duration oh, of the loan. And you're saying the the reason why it changes is because of the Fed's changed the the maximum interest rates that that could be had. Yes. So in the in the states, it's called Wall Street Journal Prime, and that would be on revolving lines of credit. Okay. And that's what the the Fed meets up every quarter and they discuss the economy and they did decide and this, and this can be looked up by average Joe user and they, and then decide whether to raise or lower the interest rate. Right. Interesting. Okay. And, and, and that is the cost of money in the United States yeah. for big businesses, for small businesses across the board. It affects the consumer it affects you and I, and that's when you go back to Donald Trump. He is having this trade war with China to lower the interest rate, keep the cost of money low, so more money will go out to the people. And when when the interest rate is low, more people are buying stocks to raise the stock market to make him look better going to election season. That's probably why he's constantly tweeting about the performance of the stock market. Like yeah. almost every week. That's, that's exactly why he's doing that. This, yeah. this is all a political stunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, no, true. But then you have something called LIBOR, and LIBOR is the cost like LIBOR, LIBOR is a floating rate. Every 30 days, the Bank of England changes the LIBOR rate. It's like, uh, I think right now it's at 2.13%. It's the cost of what banks charge each other. And then the spread on that rate is a spread that, that they they charge customers. So when you add 300 basis points, pretty much 3%. And that's the spread. That's how banks make money. They make money off the spread. Mm. They, don't, they don't make money off the um, what they loan to each other. Yeah. Man, that's that's uh that's why I hate the banks, dude. Shit's very complicated. Well, it's very inside shit. It is inside shit, and you couldn't do that on a smart contract platform without changing the complete contract. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't do it. I mean, that's sort of the point that you can't just like change numbers within the contract once it's signed. Like li- li- a, a diehard crypto, let's say like you know these people who started this 
a Bitcoin, Ethereum, and everything. Mm-hmm. What do they have in mind as far as true decentralization? Do they want everything we just talked about to be eliminated? Like everything is automated on the blockchain. Everything is done through smart contracts. I would think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I think uh, like for if if I was Vitalik, exactly anything yeah. that you and, can do on a smart contract, you should do on a smart contract mm-hmm. because it's all it's all automated. Not, it's all automated. It's all there, verifiable, verifiable. verifiable. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's yeah. all in code. Yeah, it's all there and there's no like nefarious business. There's no, there's no shit going on, like I said, behind the behind curtains the scenes, that yeah. only the insiders know what's going on. Correct. Shit. They, they're the only ones profiting from it. Yep. And when shit goes sour, they're the ones out stepping out of the way and like yeah. the rest of us have to take the punishment, right? That's right. That's right. That's why this whole thing is happening. Yeah. Which is another reason why blockchains and like, especially blockchain like Ethereum is so powerful because you can do, you can, you can sell a house an NFT house on the blockchain and then you can pay for that loan on the blockchain and, yeah, you, don't, and you don't have to deal with humans. <laughs> your brother brought that up. He's like, what the fuck is this? Like request a mortgage when yeah. you're trying to purchase a parcel of yeah. land on the central land. Yeah. 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 I, I'm assuming it's some type of like automated. Yeah. Like for example, system. if, if you own a, a, well, once we get into the central land, we can, we can talk about it, but essentially yeah. if you own a piece of land, you can request a mortgage and build on that, on that land and then pay back that mortgage on, on the land. Just like you could in the real world. Yeah, just like, exactly. You know what I think what's funny is, is that, you know, how we believe in the blockchain and how everybody who's listening believes in the blockchain is that the financial institutions are actually the first ones using the blockchain. But see, the thing is, it's a good old boys club. Mm-hmm. Right? There's equities changing on a bark blockchain right now. Barclays has been using the Bar- blockchain for years. They've been using Ethereum contracts. Why haven't we heard of this? Yeah. Well, why not? It's because the financial institutions want to take the money first. I looked into it. There's already some kind of stock exchange on the blockchain. I think, well, who's that? Who's that guy on uh, Shark Tank? Um, Mark Cuban? No, it's it's the one who um, he's like super greedy and he does Kevin, his hands yeah. in like a, a triangle. Oh, yeah. Kevin O'Leary? Yes, yeah, Kevin O'Leary. O'Leary. Yeah. He's, they have gotten together and purchased real estate in New York and, and cut it into tiny pieces on the blockchain. Already? Yes. That what? is, that, that happened last year. Why is an average Joe Schmo through, through what platform? It's private. Yeah. It's private. I believe that. For okay. sure. Well, we were speculating for a long time that banks have been accumulating Bitcoin for, for the last couple of years. But I don't think so. Like no, they, they've been doing it through their own pop private blockchains this isn't this isn't on a public thing yeah it's like let's say i buy real estate i buy i buy building in new york i create my own blockchain the code is open source and i chop it up into little pieces and I, i i sell it to all my rich friends yeah they're testing that right now they're testing that today and i i forget what website i found it but you need to be you need to be a player in the game to buy into that. You have to be an accredited investor, basically. Uh, yes. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we've been talk- we talked about that, those right? Are, those it's, are security tokens. It's tokenizing uh, like yeah. a building. Exactly. And it already exists, but it's not yeah. open to the public. Yeah, for no, sure. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which sucks a lot. But that's, that's the thing we keep talking about. Like, you have to have money to make money, right? If we yeah. were accredited investors, shit, I mean, we'd be in, in all of this stuff. Yeah. I would be rubbing on my titties right now, Well, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Would be blank blow. It'd be great times, dude. Be an accredited investor. Yeah. You know, but this is a new part. I guess you said it's private. 
I'm not exactly sure what the difference between private and public blockchain. Uh, I guess it's all the well. It's like it's permission. Not a, it's not an open ledger. Yeah. You need access. It's that, permission. That means there's some kid named Zhang running the whole thing, and they're and they're making millions of dollars off themselves. A, pu- a public one's Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, on what network? On uh, like the Ethereum cr- network. It's on Ethereum, but it's yes. private. Mm-hmm. The fuck do you well, do well, you don't have to offer it to anybody. You don't have to offer these tokens to anybody. You can just create, you know. You just okay. You mint your own tokens because you know a new project is being built in Times Square, or whatever. Oh, not Times, New York City, in, in Manhattan. It, yes, and then you offer it to your billionaire club, and everybody gets a share. Mm-hmm. They don't have to sell it to each other. To, no, no, to the public. They don't have to sell it to the public. Correct. They they sell it to each other. It's a way just of to to distribute like ownership, I guess. Yeah, which exactly. wasn't which wasn't possible before blockchain or what? Like, uh, well, it well, was lo- possible in, in terms of shares, but now everything is verifiable and it's easier. It's all automated. Yeah, exactly. So you, you just tokenize an asset and then you just split that asset into its tokens, and then you just sell the tokens. That's exactly what's happening, and it has true ownership. Yeah, it's definitely true ownership, and uh, they get paid dividends based on that ownership. So like if the building is like Google, Google pays, you know, to use a building and you know, that, that dividend gets distributed to all the owners of the building. It's, it's a smart way to do it. I mean, that's, that's the new form of, uh, of, you know, asset ownership in the world now. Well, not yet, but. Oh yeah. Eventually. I hope so. Hopefully we get a piece of that, but you know, well, we well are, there is, we brought up smart lands. That's like smart the lands? smart lands, uh, you know, you mentioned it there. There's a project in the UK, I think in Nottingham or something like that, where there's like a student housing project where you, us can actually take part ownership in really through their it's, platform. It's you on the it Stella right Lumens network. You could just Google smart lands and figure it out. We can pause. You want to pause? Yeah, let's pause. Well, right. yeah, yeah, we, we can pause it. it. And we're back. So yeah, we just had a little break here and now, uh, we want to talk about aliens. We want to talk about smart lands. We want to talk about Decentraland. Uh, yeah, what, what should we, what should we go first? What do you want to talk about, Mitch? Let's start with the blockchain and end with the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Smart lands. Yeah. What were we talking about before? We were just, yeah, we were talking about private, um, STOs, yeah. which, which said it's, it's been going on, which I believe it. You so know. I've never heard of smart lands. Can you guys explain to me what this is? To me, it sounds like what, um, it's an, it looks like an STO issuance platform, not, not issuance. It's just, uh, where so you could it, divvy up shares in a, in a, in a, in a real estate asset. project. I think it's only real estate from Look, my I'll, understanding. I'll tell you everything that I know. I know it's on the stellar lumens network. Um, it was, there was an article published on Forbes on June 21st of, of 19, which was yesterday. Do I know exactly what I, it is? No, but I know it's been getting a lot of hype in the crypto community and it's worth taking a look at. Yeah, for sure. Especially when it was published on Forbes. You know what was the last thing that I looked at that was published in Forbes, I'm in? Huh. Tron. Was it really what? published in Forbes? Yes. Um, what's his name? Uh, Justin Sun? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it, I was a huge believer in uh, Justin's son before everybody else found out. About yes, him. everybody yeah. else found out. There was an article written in August of t- 2017. You know, stroking the <laughs> stroking the chicken <laughs> before everybody else. And I actually bought Tron when it was on the the, the what was it called? 
at the time. Where did I buy it? Like hit BTC or something? No, it was it was something. It was Ether Delta. Ether Delta. Dude, that's even worse. I bought Tron off of Ether Delta and I sent it to a Muse Smart Wallet. Yeah. And I held it for months and months and months before the huge speculation on Binance and whatever. What I always what price did you buy it at though? I bought it at point zero zero one two cents. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it. Fucking like it was a nothing project. Yeah. With nothing volume too. But back me up on this because I always say like the only reason Tron got the fame and acclaim it has today is because of the Binance trading contest. Yeah, that, you remember that, that, that was, shit? That was a straight scam. But <laughs> The thought was there, and then the hype was there, and and before everybody knew about it, I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna buy Tron." Even Iman bought Tron, but yeah. we sold a little bit too early. We missed until we, I had two million Tron, and Holy I sold shit. it. Yes, I had like eight hundred thousand of them. Yeah. Yes, I had two million Tron at one yeah. point, and it really hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my life would be. T- Completely different. It would. If it was today. If, he probably um, would have went to jail too. Yep. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. So much money. Instead, you know I live in corp, corporate cuckdom. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like. So what made you sell though? I mean, you had two million Tron. Like, what was the trigger to sell? Because there was other shit popping off while you know you oh, just sit uh, there. What's that? Impatient. What was that? Ch- Jap Cardano. Cardano was one. Uh, Power Ledger was the big one. Power Ledger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the, this power coin right with the Austra- out of Australia? Exactly. Power Ledger yeah. was another one. Pretty so much. all those were popping, and then Tron was just doing nothing essentially. It, it just yeah. sat there until December. Yeah, until Binance decided, hey, yeah, let's let, let me chill the fuck out. And I keep my contention is because. Remember when Binance first launched, they had their own ICOs listed on it? And Tron was the first one listed. <laughs> uh, thank you, and, man. And, and, and you know what happened? There was a fire sell on Tron, and that's how I was able to get so many yeah. for so yeah. cheap. It was a fire sell because they got delisted, right? Is that what you said? They got delisted. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because of government regulation at the time. They huh. wanted to do IEOs before, like... It was acceptable. Like a Chinese government regulation or what? I think China just put like the ban yeah, hammer on that it, shit. It, and you know, it just scared a lot of people all the market. It scared Binance enough to delist, to delist them even yeah. though they're a Hong Kong. Yeah, so exactly. So this is the thing about Smartlands. Smartlands is under the radar. It's on the Stellar Lumens network. Mm-hmm. Uh, if nobody knows anything about Stellar Lumens... It is exactly what we've been talking about the whole stream. It is supposed to bank the unbanked. It is coded by the IBM partners. Uh, the the only red flag that I always say recently, because I have been keeping up with Stellan Lumens for over a year, year or two, is that Jesse Lund left. And if you want to know about Jesse Lund, is he used to work for Wells Fargo, and then he joined... Uh, IBM as the vice president of the uh, of the blockchain section. Um, that, that's that's the only cause for concern. But yes, Smartland Project is on the Stellan Lumens pr- platform, uh, which pretty much is there's going to be different um, and and there are different uh, projects on the Stellan Lumens pr- platform. But Smartlands is the most uh, famous right now. It, it, it's definitely worth taking a look. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I see that. 
And so, it's, yeah. so it's offering tokenized investment opportunities. So in, in this case, in this case, it's like a, a building that's being tokenized and you can own a piece of it. And then it looks like according to the Smartlands website is that for one example, uh, the funding target for this particular building is about a million euros and then expected returns annualized is 15.72%. And so it looks like you get a dividend every single year. Yeah. So it's, it's not like you're investing in an ICO, right? Where you're participating right. in a pre-sale and you're, you're expecting these tokens to enter your wallet that have speculative value attached to them because it, all it is is a project with like no prototype, no working product. Usually there's white papers, right? So the value fluctuates wildly with these projects you could see the building, right? These are non-volatile, true assets. These tokens are backed by something physical. The, the, the weird thing that I see with this is, I mean, this is a pretty big size building and they're yeah. only looking for a million euros. Like, are they wanting to do renovations or are they wanting, like... I don't, I don't understand. I would think it's... Well, that's a very good question to ask, and it looks like that building has already been developed. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we haven't read anything onto it yet, but a 15% yeah. return looks like a pipe dream for now yeah. until we uh, do our due diligence on that. Uh, that's true. Don't take them for their word for it, right? Just yeah. because they say 15% doesn't mean shit, right? Exactly. 15, yeah. look... If you make 4% in the stock market, mm -hmm. you had a good year. Yeah. And that's by professional 15%. That's definitely going to raise a few eyebrows. Yeah. It, it definitely raises my eyebrow. And especially that building looks like it's worth five, six, seven million. Yeah, more, than that. more than that. It's a yeah. nice building. And you know what? You could probably pull it up publicly if you typed in the address. I don't know what the address is, but you could probably pull it up. You could probably pull up a tax, tax assessed value. 32, it's, it's in uh, Nottingham. Uh, UK, mm -hmm. 32 Russell Street, Nottingham, NG74FL. Yeah, that, that, that's, <laughs> not that a, that's not a million dollars, but you got to see what that million dollars is for first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, this is, that's a, yeah, that's definitely it's like, for, it's like a student, student accommodation, like, like a dorm, 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 yeah, for university, which is a big university, University of Nottingham. That's a very big one. So that's interesting. I mean, the, the problem with us being in the United States is that we can't participate in any security tokens and uh, that shit sucks. It does, but, but, but the concept is what's important to pay attention to. Here's the other thing. Hey, this, like you're saying, this running on the Stellar network, what you do is you own Stellar because it provides value. Exactly. Like exactly. I said, Jesse Lund is a uh, is a huge loss to the total blockchain project. I know who was that guy? Jesse Lund was the uh, vice president in IBM and the blockchain development technology. Like I said, he's from Wells Fargo. He, he's an ex banker, and that's why I had such a tie to Stellar yeah. Lumens. I was a very big bull on Stellar Lumens. Uh -huh. If anything, you could tie them directly to Ripple. But I hmm. feel like the the Stellar Lumens project has a bigger vision because it's more of a platform and Ripple is more of a uh, transfer of value from uh, X bank to X bank. Mm -hmm, like I said, mm -hmm. you can build stuff on the Stellar Lumens network and it's super fast. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And I'm sure you've seen other projects that, that start to tokenize like physical assets, right? Like you've seen some other ones. Yeah. Smartlands wasn't on my radar. 
Yeah. Like I said, Polymath, from what I understood, was the pioneer of this whole concept, the security token platform. But uh, yeah, at some point recently, Polymath realized they're going to do what they set out to do. They have to build their own blockchain. So they moved off of Ethereum and now they're partnering with Cardano founder Charles Hoskinson mm-hmm. to build their own security token purpose-built blockchain. Is there yeah. anything that that has happened with Cardano? Is a Cardano blockchain even exist yet? <laughs> not, not yet. I think they're just in testnet phase. Yeah. I, I, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, still, still, I wouldn't wow. touch that. That dude has, has been With like traveling for two years, like taking like soy boy selfies all yeah, over the world. Yeah, because he, he probably <laughs> wow. sold like a steak and he's oh, yeah. worth millions. Yeah, yeah, Cardano. Exactly, it, it pumped regardless of it, it or pumped being to a dollar from like less than a, a penny. Do- yeah, and I bought a bunch of Cardanos too, sold them all for EOS. But EOS is out there and chugging and running. You know, that's why I did it. Yeah. yeah. Because like, like I said, EOS or Dan Larimer himself, he had the actual track history of building and delivering actual blockchains. <laughs> yeah. A test net worth two and a half billion dollars. Oh, yeah. Sure. Shit. Hey, uh, this one just came up recently within the last like week or two. What in the hell is that? <laughs> I have no idea. This, this is worth $1.8 billion. Is Unus said Leo. Leo. What the fuck? You clicked on it? Dude, where did that come from? It's just $1.8 billion manifested out of thin air. It's probably a platform then. Uh, Let's go to the website. Okay, yeah. Bitfinex. What the fuck? Professional trading. Was that it? No, that wasn't it. I mean. You clicked on website. Yeah, I clicked on website, but for. It should take you to the website. So we're going to Google this. (laughs) We're investigating. uh, What? So we're trying to look up Uno said Leo. Look, man, let's let's let forget about those distraction wells. Let, let's let's just move on to the next topic until we have time to research this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I, I just it just it just came up on like thin air. I, I just want to know. It doesn't even sound sexy. Yeah, it's Uno said Leo. Are, 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 are you getting hot off of this? Because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not until we look at it. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see like where the 1.8 billion dollars came from, but. But okay, so yeah, we saw the coin market cap of uh, of uh, Cardano at one point five billion. So what have we established so far? Two point five billion. Yeah, that Cardano is not worth more than AMD. That's that's all I have to say. How much is AMD? Let's check the market cap. Yahoo Finance.yahoo.com. What? Why AMD though? Well, because it's, it's, it's a true it's, chip maker. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm saying. Yeah. I see. Yeah. But you can say that about like almost any cryptocurrency, right? Like, that's for the, the most f- part, yeah. It's it's all still like. Well, it's it. You can't really tie. You can't. There's no way to. There's no general consensus on how to evaluate a cryptocurrency yet. You know, because it's not based on. No, just go to finance.yahoo.com. Yeah, it's not based in. on financial fundamentals, is what I'm saying. And you know what? the value of yahoo.com is it's finance.yahoo that's what separates itself from google check out that gold price willis where is it to the right fourteen hundred dollars wow damn it's dude. up 0.44 <laughs> no but it's up like five percent on the week that's amazing <laughs> dude for gold that is amazing that's like 300 billion dollars yeah it's quite a ride i man that's quite a ride <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Will. Damn. So where's the market cap for AMD? It, uh, I'm looking. Oh, $31.4 billion. Okay. So what's... Okay. <laughs> I, 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 hold on. Time nope. out. I feel like that's a little inflated. 
What do you mean? Do you want to know why I think that's inflated? You mean the the price of AMD is inflated? Exactly. Why? Because of crypto? Um, first of all, if Wait, you no, if AMD. you really want to get into it, you gotta talk. You, you have to look at it as balance sheet and <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a different okay. podcast. Yeah, that is a different. <laughs> yeah. that is a different we don't podcast. talk about stonks on here. Okay, dude. fine, fine, <laughs> fine, 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 fine. But in 2016, that thing was a dollar ten, mm. and it's twenty nine dollars. Yeah, but it went up because of Nvidia, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know why? Because everybody was selling a bunch of gr- that. That's yeah. not happening anymore. What? Everybody buying graphics cards oh, for miners? Trip- yes. Oh well, yeah, well because they have Asics, and that's what yeah. saved AMD from getting bought out. If y'all didn't know that fun fact. Mm-mm. Yes, it was because everybody was buying those graphics cards mm-hmm. to mine Ethereum mm-hmm. in 2016. Yeah. And um, I think every listener can agree from that, and it saved Nvidia too. And that was why. Let me look at the max chart, Willis. Um, dude, it's still killing it. It's still crushing it. Whoa. Yes. Yeah, so a thirty-two billion, thirty-one billion dollar mark market cap is not accurate. In my really, I should be at like eight, eight dollars per share. Mm-hmm. Seven. That thing is not a thirty dollar per share stonk. What about Nvidia? What do you think about Nvidia? Same thing. But but see, yeah. what I like about Nvidia is. They put the chips in Tesla cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's right yeah. in their... Um, it, you, you can look it up yourself. Go to sec.gov and look what they're they're doing. You can look up everything that NVIDIA is doing, and that's what I looked up in 2016. But what saved NVIDIA, like the, uh, the other companies, is NVIDIA was saying, it's like, yes... Uh, our set our increased sales are not are not due to due due to the influx of everybody buying graphics cards, but it's not the truth, and that's why it went down like a hundred bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Nvidia, true. Yeah, and so they misrepresented their profits, but when you look at Nvidia, they do a billion dollars in R and D each year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're doing a billion dollars in RM. That that's the future of chip making, and I'm I'm high on Nvidia, no matter the stonk price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, I guess what you're saying is they're actually diversified as far as like what yes. they what they produce. Yeah, AMD is just like we make these baller graphics cards, like big deal. Yeah, yeah. that's that's shit. That's that's old news, right? <laughs> what gives Nvidia its, its its value is its perceived like if Tesla takes off, Nvidia obviously takes off. Which Tesla yeah, is arguably and, and, is and we up. all know, and it's not unreasonable that there's going to be autonomous vehicles in the future. And anybody who doesn't believe that is a fool. I mean, yeah, it's already totally here. Agree. It's already here. Will's brother has one. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> it's already fucking here. But see, it's not. It's not there in in the it, public yeah, side it's, yet. It's not widely adopted yet. Exactly, yeah. and that's and that's what we're here for. Yeah, if if you want to be a stonk investor or a crypto investor, <laughs> this is what that's your job. Your day to day job is to fucking do as much research as you can, and just speculate. You sit there just thinking your head of heads, what the future is going to look like, basically, and, and exactly. then you place your bets. And I'm not giving stock advice or anything, but if yeah. you want to look it up no. for American stocks, go to sec.gov and look at the ticker because it's all public. What and what not they're going to do, and if you know how to evaluate. 
balance sheets and um, income statements. You're way ahead. Fund, fundamental yeah. finance 101. <laughs> uh, more people um, look up like what refrigerator they're going to buy. They spell it hours and hours on what refrigerator, what True. car. True. But when it comes to the real things. Um, they don't do any research. They, they do zero research and that's why they lose in the long run. That's a good point. People do tons of hours of research on their next phone. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But when it comes to their investment, zero research. It's 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 it's, it's beyond their their capabilities, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you use the same same, same sources, right? Yeah. Just Google, Khan Academy. Google, Google, Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just Google shit. All you gotta do is go down the right rabbit holes, and then you you could figure out what to invest in, right? But a lot of people don't have that kind of faith in themselves. Yeah. So earlier we were talking about um, tokenizing like physical assets and. Uh, the the one of the digital assets that we kept talking about the last couple of weeks has has been decentraland and uh we wanted to show you mitch kind of like what that looks like so here's here's the map and everything mm -hmm. uh, you know we showed you that we I have see a bunch of squares will yeah they're pixels i see a bunch of pixels will <laughs> <laughs> but but do you see the vastness of the world don't you yeah i see each a, little I, I see a lot of squares and a lot of vastness <laughs> but do you understand what each little square represents? No, ex please explain it to me, All please. Right, well, go ahead. All right, so each of these squares re represents uh, at least a little little tiny square like this one represents a parcel. And this parcel is a 16 by 16 meter parcel. And you can build up to like 20 meters high in this piece of land. So the more parcels you have next to each other, like this piece of land here, the higher you can build. Which is called an estate. Whenever well, they're like- There's more than one connected to each other. It's, it's an estate. Estates. Yeah. So the idea and the premise of Decentraland is to be able to create this virtual world where people can join uh, just with a browser and eventually with a headset and virtual reality, where people can join and kind of see what people build in this virtualized world. Mm -hmm. And so the way that we like to picture Decentraland is sort of a, a virtualized internet, just like you can go on the internet and go to amazon.com you'll be able to visit the Amazon store in the showroom, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And you'll be able to buy physical things in the store in this virtual world. So if you need like tires, you go get tires in Decentraland. So ready player one. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah, that that's, everybody likes to bring that up because they, they, it's the most, that's visual. like the most advanced version of this. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have avatars, you'll have um, what they call non-fungible non tokens, which are NFTs. Um, you can have gear, potentially NFT gear. And the idea would be that you'll be able to earn some type of gear in a different game, let's say Halo, and bring that NFT token into Decentraland and look like Master Chief within the game. Okay, so sell me on this. What's going to bring hot girl at my bank... They want a VR headset and want to go into virtual world and spend money. You know what? I think a uh, hot girl at your bank might be willing to put on a virtual headset just to experience <laughs> yeah, virtual reality. I think she'd be more willing to do that than to buy Bitcoin. Honestly, cause I think it's, I think I think so it's easy because it's visualized. Yeah. It's more intuitive. And when she looks, when she understands what a crypto kitty is, she's going to be all over that. That's true. I mean, you don't have to be a gamer to appreciate like the uh, application of this kind of stuff. Obviously, gamers would probably be the first ones to understand it. Do like again, go back to like wow. We, we all know the demographics of gamers. I'm in. What's the demographic? It's heavily male. <laughs> <laughs> Not nowadays. No, no, it's still heavily male. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're probably right. It yeah. is heavily male, but I, I, I think the maybe amongst tops. 
huh? you know, toddlers, yeah, young people. Saying, the next, I, I think I'm talking about people our age in their yeah. late twenties. Yeah. There are no women my age playing video games. <laughs> and if I told these girls, like, look, I, I have original Pokemon base set <laughs> cards in a PSA sleeve. That's and when I show them that, they're like, you are a fucking child, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's not hot, is it? it but. Like, look, I look. All right, I'm going to go on. A, there is not one abandoned girl that said, it's like, look at my. PSA 9 Charizard girl. But you want to know why? Because, well, yeah, because that's, uh, Charizard is not a good example because there actually Charizard's is value to that high. card. Yes, there is. And yeah. there's a lot of value to Charizard. But, but the reason why this shit matters because there's actual value to everything you're accruing yeah. in Decentraland. All of a sudden, that shit's hot. Like, we, we, if you have like a hot, cool NFT car in Decentraland, that shit might be worth like 10, 20, 30 grand. Well, not only that, I don't think the premise of Decentraland is to attract hot girls to the game. <laughs> I mean, that, but that, I think his point is that like, wasn't on the white paper, at least. Yeah, when when, when Mister Wister is super, have you have you seen Bidelik? Do you think he attracts women? Dude, that that guy, <laughs> motherfucking Money Skelly. There's a reason why he's called Money Skelly, man. That guy looks like he's a he's a skeleton, but he and he's a Money Skelly. Yeah, man. but you don't think he's getting girls though. Does yeah, he? he is. Does he get girls or he's boys? Mr. Ethereum. I'm, I'm a, he's Mr. Ethereum, but I'm sure he... I don't know, uh, yeah, honestly. But, yeah, but... Does I mean, he get girls or boys? <laughs> in, in 2019, it doesn't matter, right? It like, doesn't. I, I have equal opportunity. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I think it's still Pride Month, so yeah, it doesn't really matter which yeah. one he gets. But the but, point, he's getting uh, something, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, because he's wealthy. Well, exactly. That's yeah, that's what all you need is wealth, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not it's all true. you need, well, but, that, but well, it definitely it gives works you a out. Okay, but if you're if you're only after hot girls, what do you need the most? Game and game wealth. No, it's just straight up game. As far as okay, what, like, okay. what do you mean? If you're after, like, what, if you want to get that smashing, if you want to get that smashing, if you're like a total chat, I'm not saying if you have a good mouthpiece, it all it takes is game, man. Uh, I totally agree. But uh, you got to be a total chat. But if though, you have, it makes things easier. But I'm not have, a chad. But if you have the assets, then <laughs> it makes things easier. It makes it easier. Well, That's no, the th point. Do you don't you never seen that video? Like, there's 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 squares to it. Nobody has everything, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you have if you're total Chad, like you genetically gifted, mm -hmm. you're gonna get the hot girl. Yeah. If you don't have those genetic gifts, but you got, the, you got the money, yeah, you're gonna get the hot girl too. Or game. Yeah. Then there's another square. If yeah. You got neither of the two. Somehow you're just fucking. You have gifted. a mouthpiece yeah, on you. Yeah, you got the gift of gab, dude. Yeah. You, could, you could somehow brainwash a hot chick to yeah. spend some even, time with it's you. It's not even brainwash. It's like, dude, have, has anybody is. ever seen The Bachelor? No, no, hell no. Bachelorette. <laughs> no, no. Well, I was watching The Bachelorette and I was watching this total Chad and the bachelor. The Bachelorette was upset and she's like, "Oh, I'm upset over these guys." And I was telling the people who was watching me. That was watching The Bachelorette, and I was like, I know exactly what this guy is going to say. And so they put it on pause. Okay. <laughs> and there's like, what is he going to say? And they're going to be like, don't worry about those distractions, baby. It's just you and me. And the bachelor, the, the, the fucking Chad said the same thing. And I was like, that's game. That's what it is. And yeah, but it worked because he's a Chad. <laughs> yeah, well, it worked, it works for it me worked. too. I'm not a Chad, but it's, it's, it's just smoothness. It's the delivery. Yeah, I, 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 now, now we got to test under, this out. I dude. am under six foot tall. 
I am under six foot tall and I can pull this off. True. There's hope for all of us. True. Yeah, you don't want to categorize like. Yeah, but know. even then, I mean, even in this Decentraland world, <laughs> if you're making a ton of money, I don't think you're going to attract hot girls to get into this game. That's that's the thing. Yeah, I don't think that's the point. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm all about the money, but let's go back to what I was saying earlier. Is this going to work out in an economic recession, which blockchain hasn't seen yet? Well, but this, this has nothing strong, to do with that. Yes, yes, it does. Because it's a strong so. core argument. Because you don't believe the values of those, uh, that the central land could go down. Well, I mean, we just came back from a rece- uh, like a bear market. So that's sort of, sort of like a was pseudo. It, was it a bear market? Was it not? Crypto? And crypto. Oh, crypto. Yeah, crypto. I, I, yeah. I don't think we were in a true bear market though. No, no. Bear market no, but bear market in the crypto. I, I feel yeah. like stock stonks and crypto are correlated in a way. Yeah, right? I don't think so. And then the mean, economy and an economy affects that because if if the economy is going well, more people across the world have more money to put. No, I agree. Into, I don't think it was a coincidence cryptos. that S&P 500 was an all-time and, high and, and, when and, 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 and it goes was up, right? So if cryptos go down, wouldn't the central land go down if the economy goes down? Wouldn't people be pulling out? No, actually. Look, like, I can it, actually tell you what happened to the price of these parcels during the bear market. Because th- this project came out 2017 during the peak of the bull market. Yeah. And um, these lands were distributed or they were up for sale, up for grabs during like when everybody's crypto rich, right? And then they were still out there in this ecosystem throughout the entire bear market cycle, which was about a year. 2018 basically mm-hmm. and if you could look at the land history look at the auction value compared to what it is today just p- click on any parcel what did it sell for at auction a year ago scroll down okay over a year ago 1250 mana what's it for sale for today for this little part parcel what's it for sale today oh it's not even for sale yeah so we can click on this one a thousand mana a year ago. What's it's for sale? Eighteen thousand today. But we had an eighteen x. But we didn't have an economic recession. Yeah, I know. But a year I'm ago, talking that's, about that's crypto like, market. No, but but that is correlated. No, because it, because it, you, you can't you're buy saying your if groceries with Ethereum. You can't buy your groceries <laughs> with Bitcoin. And that's what I'm saying. If yeah. there's an economic downturn, then everybody's gonna li- li- liquidate. That's true. Liquidate. And it's going to happen across the board, not just in the central land. I'm not being a hater. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, th- I mean, that all depends on the severity of how bad this yeah. depression or recession And I think it's going to be a pretty decent one. The last one was decent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what happened to the price? Of, I mean, well, that was a real estate bubble. So, of course, the price of land devalued. But you're saying, like, in a true recession, you think the p- cryptos are going down. I think everything's going down, not just yeah. cryptos. Yeah, everything. Everyone's going to be pulling their money out of anything speculative for like real hard assets. Yes, into cash, especially. <laughs> cash, yeah. Yes. To survive, essentially. And like, exactly. Wait, wait out the next. Right? I don't know. Yeah. And, and I was talking to somebody a year ago at a friend of ours' wedding, and they were talking about 2007, 2008. And they're asking me, hey, Mitch, what can we put our money in? And I was like, I'm not an economic advisor, but I put it. I would put it into fixed monies right now, today. If you're at the end of your life and you're in your retirement, to account for economic risk. 
So like fixed uh, cash would be fiat currencies, which or bonds inflate bonds. by three percent. So you're still losing money, not not but not, not at not the rate, ex- not exactly. If you do it on a one or three year basis, well, you lose three percent per year. No, we we last year we went up two point three five percent. So it it deflated last year. No, it actually it we we inflated last year by two point three five percent. Okay, so you're two point one five percent. You're losing two and a half percent in value. In 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 terms of investing into what? In cash. So if you pull if out you of the market, it, no, I was saying invest into bonds or oh, okay. into treasuries. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So you're talking about two and a half percent interest. Yes, like you okay. you want to maintain your dollars for sure over time and I said this is the safest way to do it because it it basically cancels out inflation if you hold on exactly those right. because yeah. it goes up yeah. yeah the same rate as and the other way goes yes down. Yeah. cash goes down and so the it's safe the, yeah. I mean that's that's the safe thing to do and I think that's what but people they're, do. they're at yeah. the end of their lives we're young men we could <laughs> do whatever the, the F we want we still have a lot of working years this is different yeah for sure I'm yeah. sure if you're 70 and you're listening to this man just open Pornhub and you know just rub one out and just call it a day <laughs> call it a day this is for young men yeah. and no, women. Say, not necessarily you still and have women. children and grandchildren to think about you know you have oh, okay. a legacy do we have yeah. 10 year olds on the podcast say yay <laughs> <laughs> Let's play some Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can in the central land. Yeah, we and can. then that segues into what we're building. Well, uh, so uh, economy aside and markets aside, I, I think independently, the central land has its own value. Um, even if you're a big gamer, you can see the value in Decentraland and the fact that you'll be the owner of these assets. Yeah, and unlike Diablo or World well, of Warcraft, let's, let's talk about wow, dude! Remember those days? Look, man, don't don't hate on World of Warcraft. Well, no, nobody's we're not. hating we're on not. World we're of Warcraft. Not. I'm just saying, remember those days, dude? Remember how hard it was to get my full Bloodfang set or your full like tier I remember, two set? Yes, I spent a lot of hours. <laughs> a lot, right? A lot of hours. Like, imagine. <clears throat> Imagine, and you you recognize the value in those hours you spent, right? Imagine how many people on the server didn't have what you what we had. A lot, a lot, probably like the majority, right? Like we were in like the top tier you rating. You were the top three percent for sure. Yeah. God so, damn. so that shit should have value. I yeah. mean, we have legit sweat and it, equity. And it did have value when we, no, we when I sold my account. You sold your account? I did. What? I don't remember that. How much was your account worth? But yeah, it did. It was worth an X amount of money, Will. <laughs> like how no. many X's? <laughs> A few, like <laughs> five X's or six X's. No, it wasn't. It was worth at least three X's. Uh, uh, X and a comma. Okay. <laughs> so it was like so in four thousand. X's. It's it was like, like in a thousand. Okay. Probably a thousand bushes. Reasonable. See, <laughs> so the point here is that yeah, that had value, but if it was tokenized, it would have more value because it's a digital, it's a real asset. And what he means by tokenized is like it has a unique ID, a mm-hmm. core a, it's that own, you own, and it's it's stored on the blockchain. On the blockchain. Let, let yeah. me let me see what Decentraland can do. Let me let me see in real time. Well, so the, this land hasn't launched yet. It's in it's uh, it's going to launch beta sometime at the end of this month, early next month potentially. But uh, the idea here is that you can build whatever you want. If you're a developer, you can build your own like place, your own monetization strategy within yeah, this how, parcel. However, what you, whatever, whatever you can dream, whatever up. you think and think of. Yeah. And so this is what we have going uh, for our plot of land. And let me uh, let me Holy refresh shit, this. Dude, how long has that been? Yeah, running? Been I just got a, a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just had a seizure. <laughs> 
All right, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in the world. Let's. Oh, you like that song, dude? I like that. That song is badass. Whoa, what is this, dude? Look at that. This is the game. What's that? Why say? is there bangs? Bangs. <laughs> He's losing every time. There's dude, a bang. I feel like I'm in 1980s Terminator. <laughs> one. Exactly. It's perfect. That's sort of the point. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> the song is the best part of this. Wait, what are we doing? So Whoa, what are we doing? We're, we're conquering we're jumping blocks. Blocks? Yeah. So, so uh, I man, you want to explain the mechanics of this game? Well, <clears throat> the me mechanics are pretty self-explainable. There's a wall that spawns probably like what every three seconds, and then your objective is to avoid getting run over by this wall. See, oh, Will shit. just stepped out of bounds. He yeah. fucked himself. Hey, Will, yeah. you suck <laughs> at your own game. <laughs> yeah, when you step out of bounds, or if you, if this wall, if for some reason you're just super uncoordinated, Whoa, dude, the, super, really, the super oh. slow moving wall like yes. knocks you out of bounds, then you then you lose the game, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what the objective is to get the highest score yeah. into Central Land. That's correct. Right? Yeah. And we'll explain what you win. So uh, the, the idea is that uh, on the first week of launch, what we're going to do is have people play for free. And the, the person that gets the highest uh, leader, uh, the leaderboard is the highest in the leaderboard, they would win $100 worth of uh, cryptocurrency. Very so nice. In this case, mana. So this uh -huh. sets the pool, basically. That so makes, mana is a cryptocurrency that, yeah, yeah. of Decentraland. Yeah. So once that is done, then we'll have people spend mana in order to beat the leader. And so the, the more that people spend in mana, the higher the pot of the game goes. So the point of the game is to be the leader in the in the leaderboards. Look, okay, look. Well, that, that sounds all great and now... But I talked to Iman and he said the business that we need to get oh. into is booze, strippers, <laughs> or gambling. Uh, when is that happening? So, so this is sort of... All of which is possible in the Central Land. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So which one, are, which one am I going to invest in? Well, this isn't like much... This is just... Uh, this is like it's a... It's a beta, but I want to... Okay, look, you're saying this is the next Ready, ready Player One. No, uh, I want to um, be in the, I want to be in the business of booze, stripper, or gambling. <laughs> Think of this uh, related to the Flappy Bird game. Remember that oh, game? Flappy Bird, yes. Very Remember nice. how addictive and like silly that game? I mean, all I you do is like spam spacebar, right? I played it like two times, but yeah. But you get it, right? Like yeah. it, it's a super simple concept. I was a Flappy Bird. But people were hooked on it, right? Mm -hmm. Hook. Yep. Or normies. So, so the, the objective is to build an addictive type game, but have an actual real world incentive to mm -hmm. keep on pursuing or participating right right that's the whole point and only only reason that's possible is because of blockchain blockchains are fabulous things ladies and gentlemen <laughs> and by the way there's going to be like hundreds of people on this course simultaneously it's not just like you playing by yourself <clears throat> yeah yeah the idea would be that a lot of people would try to win the leader or try to be the leader and uh, all of them are going to lose so we would get you know the mana i like it so yeah. so yeah that's that's and let me show you this. so this is what one parcel looks like let me click on this again yeah, so this this oh, yeah. uh, from this white line over to this white line this square here that is one parcel and so this this is a two by two parcel yeah well, it looks pretty cool yeah and so imagine now when you're in the in the, the central land world you'll be able to walk around to all the different parcels that people own and like do something you know in their parcel. Like in our parcel, you'll be able to do this, but what is everyone else's gonna look like? I mean, you don't have to try and monetize it. Yeah, you don't it, have to. It could just be a place for you and your friends to hang out, right? 
like you can all chip in on a piece of property, a piece of land in Decentraland and just build a house. Yeah. And, and within this house, you could have like a little TV screen on the wall where it's, it's showing football. Yeah. I can see the, I could see the potential. Yeah. Like on a Sunday, let's say everybody wants to just they slap on their fucking headsets or whatever. Like, like we do when we're playing a video game. So we're just all watching fucking football and just chilling. Yep. That's, guess, that's the possibility. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, the the game will launch at the end of this month and we'll be able to see kind of what the world actually looks like. And then if you have a virtual reality headset, potentially you'll be able to use it. But not yes, yet. Maybe yeah, not yet. The developer of Decentraland said, you know, I, I don't even know if it's, is it capable or if you have it or no? I don't know. I, I would think so. Yeah, we'll find out. Like once, once we, we signed up for like early beta access. Yeah, we did. So we should have like more information in the coming weeks, like how everything is going to roll out. Yep. For sure. So we'll keep you guys informed. So yeah, that and was, we have like more ideas for games too, for sure. And like I said, ultimately, like if you're listening to this, you're a loyal listener. We have ultimate plans for to have like a, a virtual studio within this world. I don't know if we ever talked about that. Yeah. The, so the virtual studio will be able to, to do a live podcast yeah. within Decentraland. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially it'll be like us three with our own little stupid avatars. We'll be on just a setup just like this. And if you're a listener, you want, you can come here. You could throw tomatoes at us. If you don't like us, you could throw hearts at us if you like us. Or you just be a like, true, true gent and just sit politely in the fucking audience. <laughs> Audience, just listen to us yap yeah ask know. questions yeah but yeah <laughs> so that's that's the whole point or you just talk to us yeah if you have a mic of your own you'd be like hey listen to me like right. <laughs> i have that's, a question that's yeah. pretty like cool that. i'm open to, to debate please change my mind yeah yeah exactly exactly all of a sudden we're fucking talking to somebody in the audience right yeah you never yeah. know that's cool so so yeah so what do you think of decentraland how, how does it compare to like? Would you, know, you purchase mana <laughs> if you were like? I would and I wouldn't. Like I said, um, I need to see the potential. Uh, it looks like Minecraft 2.0. Yeah, that's I, able I agree to, with that. That's 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 able to monetize. Am I hot on it? Yes and no. I'm hot and I'm cold. Um, would I invest in it today if I had a pool? Yes, to buy a nice plot of land. Yeah, just because I like to gamble, mm -hmm. and with me, it's never a gamble. <laughs> oh, damn! That game, man. Did you hear that, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's I, it's interesting. Uh, nobody knows like what the potential this has, but. Uh, that's what speculation is, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then you can toss this around. Did you know that? No, I never actually fucking t fiddled with the website before. See, those little robots like pretty dope. Yeah. I like those things. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, well, let's, dude. Now it's just you and me. Fucking market, man. Yeah. Dude. You've been, like... I've been bullish on this since... <laughs> this is the, the first time, like, you've got, like, a true taste of, like, um... What's the word I'm... Like euphoria, <laughs> yeah. euphoric price movement in Bitcoin. I, yeah, I would say so. Uh, I, I, you know, to me, I kind of predicted it, pre predicted That's this true. since well, day one, man. But not this quick. Not this quick. No, nah, no, absolutely not. I did not think we were gonna see ten thousand dollars in twenty nineteen. Hell no. I, I, I thought it'd be like fourteen to sixteen k by the end of the. No, no, by the happening. By the happening, yeah. Which is like 
this time next year. Exactly. Dude, it could fucking happen tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it could. literally this, this mark, like you could just go straight parabolic and hit 14, 15 K. Yeah. I mean, you tomorrow. saw my, you saw my trend lines. They're practically vertical and it's following that, that trend line. I do. I legit had a fucking, like I went to nap. I took a nap today yeah. and yeah. I fucking had a dream. Like Bitcoin was at 15, 16,000. <laughs> and like, I, I felt so real, dude. Like uh, it was crazy. So, um, I heard this guy talking about, you know, whether or not to go in now that it's $10,000. And he says, if you go in right now, you're going to lose money. You're going to lose more money if you don't go in now rather versus going in now and, and it going down to $8,000 because potentially it might go to $15,000 in a month or two. Of course. Like the upside's higher the, than the, the downside. The, exactly. But so the risk, the risk, the risk is too high at this point. Yeah. I mean, common sense would say, you know, 15. I told I told everyone this when it was like at seven eight thousand. I said you don't want to buy an asset when it's like at, at the top <laughs> going parabolic for or yeah it's been on like a multi month heater right true but what's the lowest price we'll see it now I mean what seven thousand dollars seems kind of unlikely I mean, it's if, unknown if, 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 we, if exactly, we knew yeah. if we knew the price like the future we would price all be rich. Rich. that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm saying exactly is that if you buy in now it is. It is better to buy it now, even though it might go down to what, 8,000, 7,000? It might go down to two. It seems unlikely. If you're a bear, you, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. that's what Mr. 20,000 guy said. I'm, I'm not a bear or a bull. I'm just, I'm just saying, and I'm sticking to my original no, of course, hypothesis. Could, hy hypothesis. Yeah, but it could go down to two, 2,000, right? But, you know, what happens at 2,000? Everybody buys Bitcoin at 2,000. Do they? Is there a floor? What are you going to do, Iron Man, at $2,000? I mean, I was willing to go all in at six, so <laughs> at two, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Shit, I'd buy on the way down, all the way. My thinking is, okay, what's driving this market right now? We've already established there's, like, no retail yeah. involvement in this. And if you go back to 2017, at these prices, it was all driven retail. Didn't we watch hype. a video of a bunch of Chinese people buying Bitcoin at the same time? Yeah, yeah we, I, I, we showed that. Or not showed it, but we, we, we talked, talked about, about it. it. Did y'all talk about it on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. So it couldn't have been the same. So there's a bunch of Chinese people who own yeah, but the market added like $30 billion within the last day. Yeah, exactly. So if I was Chinese. Yeah, but in this case, this is like, what, 50 people in a room? Yeah, I think they don't they're, they're more likely to pump like a shit coin than Bitcoin but, itself. But, yeah. but see, the thing is, nothing has changed fundamentally. What, Lightning what? Network? Yeah, the yeah, Lightning, Lightning Network, network right. is being implemented. Like, yeah, talked but, about but Lightning Network. I, I don't see it in the mainstream. I'll see it. I don't. Well, exactly. So what's driving this price up is, and everybody's been talking for years since we've been involved, is like institution involvement. Eventually the institutions are going to sneak their way into the market. Yeah. And they're going to load up their bags before the next cycle. That could be literally what we're witnessing. I right don't now. think that's what's happening because it would be public knowledge. You just can't start buying an asset without displaying. Well, at least in the States. In. Yes. Yeah. Who? Who can't? Anybody, like anybody, public, yes. Public corporations, potentially, yeah. Of course, that's pretty standard in the industry. But you, there's tons of there's tons of funds that are crypto related nowadays. Dude, the market cap's not in the trillions or anything, dude. We're still sitting at three hundred billion. It's not that hard to move that's the a, price of Bitcoin. Like whether three hundred billion is a lot of money, whether you want to paint it or yeah, but daily, yeah, but worldwide. Daily. <laughs> It's yeah, not a that's lot of money. it's global, and then like daily actual volume is like less than ten percent of three hundred. So it's like, what, 
30 billion? 30 billion. Yeah. Globally. Yeah, world, That's worldwide easy. Worldwide compared to who? Compared to the United States, China, worldwide, 300 billion compared to some little Smojo countries, a lot of money. $300 billion compared to, we're, we're talking well, about- market influencers compared to the United States, compared to Europe or compared to China, $300 billion is nothing. Yeah. Like what, what kickstarted this whole run was a hundred million dollar transaction. Yeah. From uh, like, they found this out. It doesn't, like, that's, that doesn't make me feel even more peachy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But it's, if you're a speculator, it doesn't, doesn't make me feel good. No, yeah. but if you're a speculator, it should make you feel really good because you're in early. I'm, are, are we in early? Yeah. I think we are in. I early. believe so. Even after 10 years. Yeah. But there's been sure. nothing to show me that this is going to be, we, we need more adoption. This, yeah. And, but I uh, think adoption comes once. And, and you know where all the money is? It's, it's in these. Uh oh. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and, and where the, all the money comes from, at least in the States or the, or from these, um, these 401ks and I don't see any of these large 401ks well, investing into Bitcoin. Not yet. Once they do that, fidelity, yeah, then you can, you can, true. you can fidelity, do uh, yeah. crypto and fidelity. Mm-hmm. You can invest your, but, your but 401k. Like a, like, fid- but like, like I'm saying is, is, it's like the BBVA thing. It's all, all hype. Yeah. But what, what do you expect? I mean, this is still the beginning. Like, do you want like a trillion dollar market already and then speculate on that? Well, if, if it did, it could. Well, yeah, I could, but we're on our way there, right? But, but it's like, if you wanted to apply just normal investment strategies, right? Right. Which you don't do to crypto. Well, you don't. Yes. well not yet, but if you wanted to become real, you have to at some point in time. Uh, yeah, but so what are you, what are you saying? Not so to it invest? Doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't produce anything, right? Like, it's not like a farm. You can't get wheat and the farmer what, doesn't what, pay you. So what, you what does about? gold get you? It's, it's the same thing, but but, gold, but, but but gold you can actually hold in your hand. And I don't think we have came far enough in the crypto com- community. Yeah, as widespread because <laughs> look, like I said, I I like I talked to X person about the bank, and they all look at me like I'm I'm like blockchain, blockchain, blockchain. You're talking to old old people, but but see, like you, old people, young people, they all look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, yes, I like Bitcoin. They're like, no, so you're ridiculous. So what do people that are into blockchain look at you? How do they look at you? They like it. Right? <laughs> we, we touch each other. <laughs> Those are the only people. <laughs> we touch each other. Dude, okay. So so imagine trying to explain the internet. I've showed you that video. Like people and trying you know, to explain I, the internet. And, and that's, that's see fine the correlations, and, That's fine right? and dandy, but there's yeah. not money involved in, in the internet. There it was, was just, money involved. It was just information. What right, Inter- the internet was good at spreading information. Yeah, but now blockchain is good for spreading. Yeah, money. this is this is something within the internet. Yeah, but imagine if you invested it's, in it's Amazon internet within internet. Imagine you visited Amazon nineteen ninety nine when they were making not a single penny. Yeah, but they had the roadmap, the concept, the the vision that eventually the internet would be so ubiquitous in our society that like yep. everyone's going to buy everything. That's right through our platform. That's what we're doing today. And, and, exactly. and Amazon. Uh, survived economic recession. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But they also took a hit too. Yeah, everybody took a hit. Right. There was nobody who didn't take a hit. So cryptocurrencies are going to take a hit in an economic recession, but that doesn't mean anything. So when we're talking about 10 grand, wouldn't it be more... um, So if you had 10 grand, where would you put it right now today? (laughs) 
Well, you had to spend it today in an investment. Where would you put it? Not in a stock market. Okay, well, not but not where? in the crypto market. Okay, but where? Um, in a short term bond in three years or less, maybe at five percent. So that in three years you would have what? Whatever five percent. Yeah, whatever five less than that. Whatever five percent of like ten yeah. ten five. Yeah, ten five. Or you can buy short term, and that's only because you, you can buy a year. Um, you're predicting a downturn in the in the economy, right? I'm not predicting that. Economists are. This okay, well, I'm not. You agree? Yeah, but you I, agree. I agree with them. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a strategy. I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you're a true believer in that, like, you know, shit's about to hit the fan. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you're wrong in assuming yeah. that, like all asset classes are gonna take a underperform. Hit. Yeah. Take your money out of the game and like go hide in the woods for a few years and shit. You know, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like, wait, weather out the storm, right? I can't hide in the woods. It's a thing. Well, you know what I'm saying. Not I, 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 I get what you're saying. Financially, market-wise, you're hiding. Just weather out the storm, right? Yeah. Holding, holding cash or dollars or like yeah. you. I would hold in short term, one year, th- less than less than five. Nothing more than five years. Yeah. No, uh, it's good getting these perspectives because we're we're very bullish on crypto. It's true, but it's not impervious to the market effects of like a downturn in the economy. But I think it's important to also note, like you know, if if everybody agreed with us, yeah, the market Bitcoin, cap would be like ten trillion dollars. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> you know, this, we need people to disagree with us. That's yeah. whenever that's that's what they call it. Smart money accumulation during times where everyone's you know laughing at that's your right. investment. Right, that's, that's right. the whole point. That's right. That's this is how wealth gets created. Yeah, you know, you take these risks. Like I said, the people who invested in early internet technology, yeah, like, they reap the rewards. They're sitting yeah, pretty man. today. I remember before two thousand nine. I I remember thinking I just graduated college and thinking, man, you know, had I lived through the the internet bubble, the internet boom, man, we I had. I would have participated and been a millionaire like all those other guys, but you we missed it. So. We missed yeah. it because, uh, man, I was a kid growing up. Well, yeah, we didn't have the opportunity. Yeah, we didn't. Then. But now we do. Imagine 20 years from now, Mitch, your kid is like, hey, Mitch. <laughs> hey, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you being around when Bitcoin was $10,000 and you didn't get a single one? Like, why? And and today, Mitch, it's it's one and a half million dollars for one Bitcoin. You couldn't spend a measly ten and a half thousand dollars for one Bitcoin at that day. Depending on what the true value is, I'd be like, "Son, the true value is one and a half million dollars in this scenario." So, so in this scenario, it, it's it's gone up. Yeah, like, I know. Say, I know what the future is, and I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like Amazon. So I would have stuck my money elsewhere. You would have. I would no. I am sticking my money elsewhere currently, yeah. not in Bitcoin. Well, that's yeah, but in this, but but it, but it went up over time as yeah. well. So yeah, that, but that's, you, a, that's a tough question, you know, because you, you can't, don't ever like think to yourself like when you your, your parents, you never asked them that question like what were y'all doing in the late nineties, early two thousand? Like they were struggling not, like every other American. <laughs> yeah, that's what my parents were doing too. That's exactly. What they say. But we're not struggling, dude. We're the generation where like we, right, we can like, pay attention I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of struggling. I just can't just buy a piece no, of bullshit. You're totally aware of this. Yeah. You know, you're you're actually you were a participant in this market before a lot of people were. Yeah. So now you're just dismissing it entirely. Because oh, we're talking about okay. Crypto. So talking I didn't. Crypto. I didn't. Okay. So in a hypothetical sense, twenty years from now, Bitcoin's at a million. I'd be like, son, I bet a Bitcoin on March Madness game. 
That's true. You can and, just tell and, the and truth. That's exactly what hey, happened, and I lost. You know what? He'll Texas respect you. Tech was up five points with 30 seconds left, and I had a spread at seven, and they managed to cover the spread by 22. What do you want me to do, son? <laughs> You know what? If my dad told me that, I'd be like, that's respect. You know what? Yeah, I, I probably would have done the like, same thing. Dad, yeah, shit. Say, like, hey, man, you, you were swinging for the fence and you didn't you didn't get the home run. That's fine. Yeah. A- at least I know you tried. Yeah. I had Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good answer. Yes. But a lot of people won't even be able to say that. Yeah. Those of you like, you know, you know what? I, I just it was bullshit. Yeah, I thought it was bullshit. I, it was fucking... I didn't I didn't redo research. Or, you know, yeah. I should have put at least a thousand dollars in. But yeah, which, which is right. The reason our parents didn't get involved in the stock market, you know, they didn't have the the means. They probably had the means. No, they didn't. Well, okay, maybe just to get okay. involved a little bit. Okay, yeah. maybe they had the means, but they didn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, well, that's that's the point. Still don't know what the fuck. Yeah, you know, exactly. All of our parents still don't know what the a fuck. A lot of people still are. don't, and it's been around for a hundred years. Yeah, stocks. Yeah. It, it, it is kind it of is. a daunting it thing. Is. At first, when you first, like when I was in school, I always had the desire to learn about what stocks are and shit. Because I know that's how people got rich. That's what I. Well, learned. yeah, that's when the boom was in 1999. I remember the teacher showing me. He's like, "Look at Morningstar. <laughs> yeah, there's this thing. Uh-huh. Everyone's getting rich off of stocks. It's stocks. 1999. You're in fifth grade. You're 11 years old. Yeah. And so now I tell people, it's like, yeah. Like, yeah, Bitcoin's a good investment. It's like, where is it on the blockchain? Yeah, this is the thing. And then I look at them, you know, with my eyes, I'm like, blockchain? And it's like, where's the blockchain? On the internet. I, But you can't see it, though. <laughs> but you can't see it, though. <laughs> it's digital. Yeah. I know. But you got to agree, like... That's why we always say you got to do your research. Like n- no one should ever put any money in Bitcoin unless you know what you're, you're what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. And then like, a, like it goes back to hot girl a, and she was like, and I remember I told her this crazy story about Iman and success, the crypto market. Oh, and she's like, she say, yeah. and she's like, I know about the blockchain, Mitch. I was like, Oh, do you, do you own any assets in the blockchain? No. And then that was the end of the conversation, <laughs> and I didn't speak to her for a year. So, are you looking for girls that understand blockchain? Or no, no, I'm not. I'm not looking for women. Dude, the blockchain—that's <laughs> like the worst. It's like, hey, baby. So, but, but why? Why sit, do you? Why sit. do you question them about blockchain? What does that have to do with like? Well, because I'm talking about um, normal folk and, and gaining adoption. Because nothing's going to gain. Like, right? The stock market has adoption. Now I can talk to the same hot girl. A is like, you know what? AMD is going up and up. And she's um, going to understand what that means? And she'll just buy into it. She doesn't need to know what it means. She just knows she trusts in, trusts in the stock market. Yeah, and stocks, st- stocks are way more easier to comprehend. It's you're buying shares in a company. So if... Whoa, that's if, fucking revolutionary shit right there. Like, come on. Okay, but if you're if you're in the stock market and it was 90 years ago, you're explaining See, stocks. Yes, yes, uh-huh. So is it easier to understand stocks than it is crypto? Well, you know what? Some really smart guy wrote an epic book. I'm not saying some smart guy is writing an epic book about it now, but some smart dude wrote an epic book and you, you everybody could find it today. And you're like, yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. And um, I got hot to it a few times, actually. 
Was, was and, it it still, and it still applies today, though. His good stuff. Money market economics. No, it was it was some dude who went to like I said, it was some dude who went to Cornell. You know, you might have heard of him. His name was Benjamin Graham, mm. Mm. the yeah. guy who mentored Warren Buffett. Yes. And, yeah. and uh, the other guy, his other guy's name. I don't remember the other guy. He's old. He's dead. <laughs> no, he's not dead. It's more above. It's oh, like home, I'm not. No, I'm not boy. talking about that guy. I know who you're talking about. I don't know. What's his, his name? name? I don't know. Oh. Not an old guy, dude. Old, old as fuck. Yeah, he's but old. <laughs> you might be talking about a little crusty. <laughs> just, just yeah. Okay. So the point of that is, those guys they got in early in their field. Their space was. Yeah, Stocks. but it was different though. There was there was producing like you can look at the financial statements. Uh huh. Yeah, like that was there since the beginning. There's no financials in the Bitcoin. But there's people that have success in this crypto market. Like they have their own parameters and their own analytics to come up with like the next big thing, right? Like, and they're successful at it. And, and there's then, and there's a book about that. No matter what equity or what. Um, commodity you're talking about it's called a random walk on wall street mm-hmm. I, I wonder what the stock market had to deal with in terms of regulate regulation back you know 100 years ago yeah 100 years ago that's how the kennedys got rich that's how the bushes got rich mm-hmm. that's how some of the most powerful people in america got rich today is because they insider traded right mm. and they had Pumps to change and, and they had to change the rules yeah because the people who had the most is like oh dude shit's gonna hit the fans like well better sell now that's right wealthy people yeah today 100 yep. years later rigged yeah and i'm sure that's what happens in crypto fuck yeah for sure it's, well, it's worldwide, man. I mean, there's well groups. It's easily manipulated. Yeah, like for we sure. Said, we saw that no regulation, no yeah, accountability, and the market is so small right now. Yeah, this is so easy to, to fuck with. That's why, if uh, you know, obviously we never give investment advice, but nope. If you ever invest, you only invest what you can afford to lose, and that's that. After doing research, of course. Oh sure. 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's so, uh, is this the time where we talk about aliens? can oh yeah what do you got yeah what would you discover have you seen one did one to adopt you actually you know what i haven't seen an alien spacecraft not gonna lie you have seen one yes well you think you saw one no i did <laughs> what? you did yes did you take any evidence of this i you know what i wish i did but it, i was 2006 and even if i did have That's cell before phone, the iphone if i did have cell phone evidence it would have been really grainy yeah True. And um, not but on one of those Nokia I wasn't, cubes. It was yeah. on a flip phone for sure, or like one of those ones where you can flip up and type on the keypad, like oh, a laser yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, and it wouldn't have been good. So no matter what, it wouldn't have happened. But to, to sum it up, see? yeah, it looked like the spaceship, like in terms of visuals, it was going really slow. It was low flying. I was arguing with my girlfriend at the time and she saw it first and her mouth was wide open. And I was like, what are you looking at? And I was so mad. And I turned and I saw it too. And I mean, if you ever seen the movie predator, when he's like all invisible and stuff, you can mm. see like his outline, but you can't really see it. Well, that's how I saw the spaceship. And you can see it's outline, but you couldn't really see it. Was it daytime or nighttime? It was night. How close was it to you? Like, yeah, it, it had like, to be in the far, like, you know, like you, you could see like, First of all, it had to be pretty big, but it flew by. So was it like far away or? I don't, I don't like it. It's, I'm trying to visualize it like through a, 
in X and Y axis. Nothing that I know that exists today is like, as far as like our country's technology, like with the, you know, aerial spacecraft, I've never heard of anything that looks invisible, but you know, but you know what? Um, not to be all weird here, there was a guy who called the, uh, what's it, the George Norrie show? Was it Space Ghost? No, it's not Space Ghost Coast to Coast. It's some of that, like, nighttime radio show. Yeah. Where they, they call oh, it, yeah. like, weird-ass shit. So yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. like, 1995, and this guy called in, and he's like, and he's like, aliens, and you can YouTube <laughs> this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, they're triangling my position. And today, it's widely known that the federal government can triangulate your position based off your cell phone. You're just calling off a cell phone back in the day. 20 years, shoot. Yeah, 1995. 1995. That was more than 20 years ago. Would that be so far-fetched when GPS was created in the 80s, the 70s, the 80s? Isn't that the speculation? It, like, what, like, Area 51, they've captured or they've... they've retrieved like a crashed UFO or something in Nevada and then they, they, they put it in this classified site and then that's how we're getting all this technology from we're just like reverse yeah, engineering like, could all you, their could shit you, could you understand it back in the day um, that, that's, the, that's the thing it's, it, it's not too far fetched to believe that you know the universe is vast they, they, it is far fetched in a sense that I mean, fucking aliens. It's unproven shit. You know, it's it's like believing in Bigfoot, right? Well, not only that, there's a billion <laughs> trillion planets hovering around suns that look our, like ours. Yeah, okay. So you're saying it's not far-fetched. It's not far-fetched. Mm, but that, is it, what's far-fetched is have they visited Earth yeah, out of those a, billion trillion planets? That somehow the government was able to hide that from the rest of us? It's I, like I anything would. happened. Is it far-fetched that some dude wins a lottery one out of 300, 300 million, million chance? Yeah, but it happens, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> but one in 300 million is different than yeah. one in 100 billion oh, trillion. Well, show me the numbers, and I'm sure it's happened. I don't know if there is we've a been a, We've been around for a long time. Long enough. Well, we've been around for 100,000 years, so. Maybe. I don't know if that's long maybe enough. Maybe not. Longer than 100,000 years? I think so. Based on but, what? <laughs> <laughs> the science tells us that's how long it's we've been around. It's hundred thousand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like science. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, I mean, uh, I, I, I would be happy to see the day where we come in contact with aliens. I would sure. not be for for uh, an affirmative if there if if everybody's hiding it, which is probably may or not be true. Maybe we found old technology that crash landed here. Right. Yeah. Um, if we found, I think if we really came into contact with aliens, we would get wiped out pretty quick. Yeah. Or nobody would be able to keep that secret. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the camp that like, if there is something so much more intelligent than us that they could fucking travel the universe and yeah. shit. And like, they wouldn't just come in and like, beep, 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 yeah. beep, like float around <laughs> our fucking atmosphere and shit. And, and like make contact with us. They wouldn't dude. want to annihilate us. Either that or they would just like, they would have created us and they're just like watching us it's, from afar. It's like the know? matrix. Right. And, and he's like, it's like humans are a cancer. Did he and say they, that? Yeah, yeah he that. that's right. Uh, Agent Smith. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it from above, yeah, we do look like a cancer. <laughs> that's we, why, yeah, we look like bacterial colonies. Exactly. Like every little concentration of like cities. If you look yeah. at a petri dish, like if you if you just like 
try and grow bacteria, they form these little nice little colonies and like little true, sections. True. That's exactly what humanity does. Well, even Elon says that he, he thinks that we're part of a simulation. Yeah. But it's because of probability and not because of anything else. Yeah, he's like no real proof of it, right? I've heard yeah, like a no. physicist say like there's actual code in like our DNA that looks like computer code or something like that. That's what he said. But I mean, yeah, that would be pretty wild. Gonna, who's going to verify against that guy? Like I, I can't analyze yeah. DNA and say he's right or wrong. I just got to take his freaking creepy word for it. Right. Well, the structure <laughs> of the DNA, <laughs> the structure of DNA shit. holds information. So I, I can know. see that being as, you know, pseudo code, but well, it's definitely code. It's genetic code. Yeah, There's like four code. letters in that code. Right. 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 A G T C or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. So it's like, there's a code that for sure you can copy and replicate and correct. Right. Know, it's just decipherable and shit nowadays, especially now they have all these tests. You can see what kind of diseases you're predisposed to and stuff. That's right. That's right. It's pretty hot stuff. Yeah. Um, I think with the, the amount of planets out there, uh, I'm sure there's, there's more intelligent life. I, I, I don't think they visited earth at all. No. Yeah. I, that's, that's where I would put my money. You know, if I had to put it somewhere, I don't think they visited Earth at all. I think there had to be, based on like um, speculation or. Well, he said he saw something, so there's uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But again, Occam's razor, right? You yeah. Just, it's more likely to just been like something. The easiest explanation tends to be the right one. Yeah. The hardest one to justify is like a fucking alien. I feel like ancient mm -hmm. alien. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. No ancient alien. You know, that's that's funny you bring that up. Uh, you know the History Channel has been in this huge, like it, it's supposed to be about like actual science, but it's not. It's, it attracts it viewers. Channel? Yeah, yeah I mean that's TV the point. nowadays. They're desperate for fucking views, dude. They're, yeah. they're losing so hard. They are like so fucking hard. But look, man, I'm not a crazy man, and um, like. I'm going to stick by this for the rest of my life. I did see what I see. Uh -huh. No, I don't think anyone's and challenging you on that. It's it's hard to yeah, know, disprove that. Unless it's some American cool spacecraft. I mean, like freaking fighter jet. That would actually be more frightening. Yeah. You know, I would be very scared of that. Like if they could just stealth themselves like that and make them look like they, they have back flipping robots, you yeah. know, today I'm frightened. Yeah. Killer robots. Have you seen the uh, the video where the the robot fights back? I, I linked that in our, our little group chat. I don't think anybody fucking looked at it. Though. What happened? Oh, you haven't seen it? Let me no, see. Let, let me, me see, see if I can pull it up here. <clears throat> Dude, I'm starting to get hungry again. Shit. All right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna make something. This is the part. Oh shit! You've seen this, right? Yeah. I don't know. All right, so we got two Dude, guys following like a robot. Getting really rapey with that robot. <laughs> so a human and a robot are tossing a box. Here comes another guy behind the robot. Picks him down. He doesn't look like he's hitting him that hard to kill him, though. I don't think he wants to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, well, because it probably costs a million dollars. Look at that balance, though. So 
now it's receiving. Why is it always a hockey stick? <laughs> Poor robot, dude. No one's going to murder us in the future. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck yeah, They're going to see this video and it's like, look at these humans beating the shit. Dude, he hit him with the chair. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, we're gonna, we're, dude I'm going to die at 60 years old by some fucking robot. <laughs> Sex robot. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Dude. Stop it. <laughs> you feel bad for it, don't you? No, like, I, I'm going to get murdered because of this video. It's only a matter of time. Like, fuck the aliens, dude. The robots are real. They're <laughs> happening now. <laughs> That's the next evolutionary thing. How's he spraying? I don't like, know. So I can blind it? Dude, oh. they're torturing the robot. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> I'm really upset. Oh my <laughs> god, he shot at him! Why? Dude, I'm gonna get murdered because of this in the future, you f motherfuckers. I don't even know who these guys are. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Look what they're doing, this poor guy. Yeah, they're playing keep away. Oh, dude, he, oh, he, dude, did he really hit him in the nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Is this real? I want to oh, see them dude. fight for real. Oh, dude, he has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that wasn't real, dude. He <laughs> was fake as fuck. <laughs> okay, it was fake. It was, like, it was like an inside kick. <laughs> See if you believe it or not. Dude, that was actually really good CGI. Fuck. Hell yeah, dude. That looks real as fuck, for sure. Are you not entertained? I was pretty entertained by that. It was a good idea. You faked me out good. <laughs> but they actually do fuck with robots, though. You're, you're, you're still right, dude. Robots aren't going to kill us in the future. Cause we're dude, it's actually, it. you know what, like, <laughs> evolutionary-wise... Like, you know, they don't have a lifespan. They don't have any organs. What the, they yeah, will replace the us. It's oh. only a matter of time. They are the next evolutionary thing, and they'll look back into humans as their fathers. We are the true creators, and they'll know the truth. What's the truth? That we are their God. <laughs> so why would they want to kill us, dude? Because we're inferior to them. Oh. No, I guess the truth is like we're, we're we have like biology that's like has a time limit. Yes, we have a time limit. Well, that that won't make them want to kill us, right? I guess the the dude, the, the postulation I, I, I would kill us. <laughs> Why, <laughs> dude? Like we said, you we're bacteria. For like some reason, matrix. like the people who think like AI is gonna wipe, wipe us out, they think. AI is going to become so self-aware and intelligent. They're going to, for some reason, come to the conclusion that we're bad for the planet. So they aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> exactly. But, but will they figure that out? Yes, <laughs> they probably will. Will they want to fucking wipe us out? Like, yes. You guys, do will AI and like robotics their ultimate goals? Like, will weren't you talking Earth to me great? about like ten years ago about nanobots? Uh, yeah. Um, what did you say about nanobots? <laughs> Oh, the the gray goo effect. Yeah, I got I got gray goo. <laughs> Basically, gray goo in nanobots is essentially when robots replicate themselves and mm -hmm. they essentially take take over some organic compound. Us, 
basically. <laughs> what, like some type of fucking Terminator shit? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, remember the nanobots in Iron Man? No, I didn't watch that movie. Oh, oh, I've never seen that either. You watch I'm sorry, that, dude. I'm sorry. Fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> nerds. And the rest of the nerds. planet, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pretty big movie. Everybody except me and I, man. Yeah. Yeah. But people yeah, people who don't play WoW, I guess, watch the movie. Damn, dude. He just Whoa, shots fired. <laughs> I like World of Warcraft. Well, anyway, uh, the Grey Goose, just uh, the ability for nanobots to replicate themselves and basically take over the world. I mean, just like. They'll just keep growing. They just keep growing. Keep replicating themselves. Like a cancer. Yeah, pretty much. How do you stop that? You can't. You have to be able to. Can you just like shut them all off or something? Uh, I guess an EMP bomb. <laughs> Something. So we're going to fire nukes. Speaking of us. nukes, have you guys seen Chernobyl? Yeah, well, you haven't seen it, right? I haven't got there yet. I saw it. I yeah, not, I'm not what there you, yet. What do you think, Iron Man? Good shit, dude. It like is? Like I said, I, I'm, I was actually amazed at the, the, I don't know if it's true or not, but in the, the denial. Show. The denial of the whole meltdown. Well, well, there's that, but I guess the public wasn't educated. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was crazy. That that fucking bridge. It's called the Death Bridge because like everyone yeah. was like just sitting there watching this factory meltdown. Yeah, and like everybody on that bridge died <laughs> or something like that because they were too close. Yeah, they were too fucking close. That they sounds got, horrible. They all got cancer. Yeah, you should watch the show. I I've I, only seen. The I haven't first got episodes. over Khaleesi yet. Oh, that's, right. uh, that's what I told Will like, I don't want to get committed to any shit yeah. but it's only five episodes it's, it's my heart a it's a miniseries I don't yeah. care my heart <laughs> it's like no longer will writer demand yeah. my attention from now on yes exactly Fuck. no but Chernobyl is good though she was my Khaleesi <laughs> it's not like her. some fucking fiction bullshit dude it's real stuff yeah it's real Anyways. All right. Well, that's been the Blockrunner <laughs> podcast. Mitch, I want to thank you. Is there anything you want to shill right now? Your your Twitter, anything? Actually, I have no social media. I'm off the grid totally besides Snapchat, and I'm not going to share that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what I would like to say to everybody that's listening on here, who, who listens to this, by the way? Where Where was everybody from before I make an announcement? Well, most listeners are in the United States, but we have some listeners in Australia, Canada, Japan, and uh, I think Europe. All our allies. Allies, basically. Allies. First world countries. Yes, first of all, as allies, I all love you. <laughs> all right? You're first as a representative of the United States. As a representative of the United States, I all love you. Second of all, economic recession is happening, according to economists at Big Box Bank A. Keep that into mind. Third of all, please watch Fight Club because it's true. It's <laughs> true. What's true? Um, uh, Tyler well, Durden? No. Tyler Durden is in all look, of us. Look, because it's all like a, it's all like a res- rationalization. Everything's a box. In, in Canada and Japan and Australia, you you, you participate in this corporate world. Mm, yeah. I go to a box at work every day. Yeah. I go home to a box. Mm-hmm. I drive in a box and everything's about efficiency yeah. in this box. And I buy these things to fill my life, yeah. to make it feel filled to live in this box. Is that a bad thing? No. Uh, would I want to change it? No. But that's that's the way it is. If we wanted to get a little... So ultimately, like, what's the philosophical philosophical implication of realizing that? It's kind of like you're no longer in denial that, yeah, we're all just existing in this 
artificial world. Not artificial, just like it's created, you know, for us to participate in. Cog in the wheel, the battery yeah. in the matrix. You know how anything bad, like you, you, are, you said yourself, it's not such a bad thing, right? It's not such a bad thing. You know how I feel about it. It's um, about all these first world countries. It doesn't matter where you are. Shoot, you can be even third world country. Uh, I think climbing up the ladder would be a little bit different in third world country, but in the first world, it's all the same. It's all based upon your personal ability and where you are today is based off of all your decisions that you made today. So where you're sitting today, you're listening today, every decision has led you up to this point, whether good or bad. And I hope you learn from that. Hmm. Something to think about. Thank you, Morpheus. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I've said, yeah. He, take that, take the red pill. No, <laughs> you, you just showed the blue pill. Like what the fuck's the red pill? Wait, that's not the that's not the red pill. Well, you're on the blue pill right no, now. No, you're, just, you're the describing blue the blue pill. Yeah. Like the what, what is the red pill then? What's what's the yeah. alternative? The alternative to that? Yeah, I guess that's what the red pill is. You right? can't fight the system. No. Historically, anybody who's fight the system, how they won. That's true. Uh, I would go back to 2009 paper by Satoshi Nakamoto. Oh yeah, this is it. Have they have they won though? Have has, they lost? Has, who is Satoshi? Who have they been hacked? Have they been hacked? No. That's that's that's, that's where I bet my winner is going to be. But Satoshi Nakamoto is a pseudo name. We don't know if it was created by. It could have been created by Elon Musk or the can, NSA or. Yes, exactly. Nobody knows. So who is, or it could be some dude who died already, and he yeah. had like a good. It certainly no. isn't Craig Wright because he just went to court and he didn't show sufficient mm. evidence to be Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. So it's not you know, Craig Wright. Crypt- cryptography has been around since the 80s. Way before that, dude. Even Way before, before that. that. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's <laughs> World War II cryptography. Good. Mm. World codes. War One as well. I ain't a movie about that. So people, like, like I said, people were just as smart as they were 3,000 years ago. Well, was it that, that was Egyptian, Egyptian times, right? That's true. Like we have yeah. the same brains biologically. We're just yeah. as capable back then as we are today. For sure. The only thing that's different is our technology. Uh, what we were bred to believe in. They're, and what we they're learned probably having their com- these same conversations without a mic. It's like, yeah. How do we make concrete to transport this food while they're smoking hashish? Dude, didn't Greece trade with Turkey or whoever? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's like, yeah, it's Istanbul, dude. There's a whole, like, I don't know. Maybe a history I'm wrong. book on it. I, I might, might crumb off as a crockpot here, but <laughs> nah, fuck it, dude. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be back to talk to you about more things yeah. making industry. Yeah. The crypto world is full of weird people. So you're, you're true, more dude. than welcome. I'm, I'm pretty weird. <laughs> exactly. So you fit right in, dude. <laughs> All right, guys. That's been the block runner. Uh, Thank you for listening and make sure you go to our, our website, theblockrunner.com and make follow sure you- Follow us on Twitter. Twitter, at theblockrunner. Definitely follow us on Twitter. And if you want to shill or defend any cryptocurrencies that we shat on over the past two hours, what please- What about our Discord? Do we want to talk about maybe- Well, no, not yet. Not no. yet. But uh, eventually we, you'll be able to join our Discord so we can have live conversations. Oh yeah. Group talk. Yeah. Group think. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Block Runner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner.